I think it would take three times, like legit, if I turn this off, Goose turns it on. I turn it off again, Goose turns it on. I turn it off again and the Goose turns it on, I'm going in the house. Welcome to Table Stop. This is a podcast where four past friends kind of record a podcast twice a month, except for this time where we only did it once a month. I'm Dan. I'm Ritter. I'm Rainy. And I'm Kyle. One time bitches! That's your <laughs> intro? That's our intro. <laughs> that's I not, guess, okay. I mean, that's technically our intro, right? That's what it's, we do. We say, hey, this is us. We do podcasts. We, we do sometimes cast. do them about board games and video games. Right. Yeah. And sometimes we get lost in the work for an entire month. It's true. Uh, and there is yet another 40k reference for the day. Mm. But for them, it will be the first. This is true. Even still. They're exceeding our quota. It's uh, a games workshop called. We gotta cut it down on the 40k podcast. 40k podcast? 40k bits. We're That's gonna get what sued. I was say. Right. Mm. <laughs> Those Brits are gonna be like, Oi, governor, give me my monies. That's mm. a good British accent, right? Yeah. Yeah. I fell for it. Crisp and clean. Oi. The Queen's English. <laughs> Oi, can I have a crumpet? (laughs) Just like the Beatles are here. Oh, man. Want me to uh, do a Ringo? No, not Ringo. John? You're Ringo. I'm Ringo, my new haircut. I thought I was Ringo, John. I am John Ringo. Paul, what are you talking about? I am not Paul. Would you like a spot of tea? Okay. This is bad British accent. This is bad. It crashed on the ground. All right. (laughs) Well, uh, <laughs> do you want to start off with the 10 episode thing? Hey, we, we we have a base 10 counting system, and every 10 things marks a milestone, and we did 10 of them. We have done the 10. This is the 10th anyways. We haven't done it yet, but we are doing the 10. This is the 10. We are now in double digits. into the 10. Double digits now. Look at us. Man, Ooh. do you guys remember when you were 10? Because no. I kind of don't. Um, what grade was that? 10th. No. <laughs> no, 100% not 10th. Hey what was that, 6th uh, grade? 5th uh, grade, fifth maybe? Grade. Fifth I grade? think it was 5th grade. This yeah, is I story re- of how Dan skipped 4 yeah. grades. <laughs> Dan, the child yeah. genius. You kind of remember 5th grade. I feel like my uh, memories of school really start popping off around like 4th uh, grade is when I start remembering stuff. 5th grade. Yep. I don't remember anything. It was a hard knock year. <laughs> it must have been. Write us at tablestopcast at gmail.com if you remember your fifth grade. Yeah, tell us. Tell us how fifth grade went for you. Tell us if you were the bullier or the bully. And we will judge you. We will judge you for your answer. Either Mm. you were too big of a nerd or you should have stepped up your game. Or you should have just stopped punching people. Stop punching people. We'll decide. Oh. Wow. (laughs) I guess Frank was the bully. Frank's a bully. I remember my fifth grade years. Why are you getting feisty, Frank? (laughs) Frank, what happened? Ah, Whoa, whoa, jeez. Whoa. All right, girl. All right. Okay. Okay. You all right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm fine. Just, Frank, what'd I do? Whoa. <laughs> Everybody flip off my cat. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> that might need edited out. Yeah, that might be. Yeah, a bit Whoa. of editing, perhaps. A spot of editing where Frank got uh, wild nasty. Give me just yeah. one okay, second so of it's... Okay. 
Okay, we're good. I just needed a break. <laughs> Wait, we all? Yeah, we're yeah. good. Well, so, uh, I realized that I think I might have a secret superpower that I never really knew, and it's show reviving. Uh, as many of the few listeners we have know, I have been watching Golden Girls a lot, like a lot, a lot, to the fact where I have now finished it, actually. It's over. It's done. I enjoyed the ride. I enjoyed the journey. It was wonderful. But what I've heard is they're making a new Golden Girls. But how is this possible? <laughs> Only Betty White is alive. New old ladies, new show. Oh, I thought you were going to say holographic old ladies. Nope. Jane <laughs> Lynch is going to be one of them. Uh, Cindy Lauper, I've heard. Okay. Cindy Lauper? Yeah. Cindy Lauper's. No yeah, way. The famous singer. But... I realize this isn't the first time that's happened because I started watching Charmed. They introduced a new Charmed reboot. I started watch. I watched Will and Grace fully the minute I finished it, and I was like, "Man, so sad it's gone." Uh, reboot, restarting of Will and Grace. Like there have been several shows that I have watched, and then pretty much as soon as I've gotten done, it's been like, "Hey." All of a sudden, reboot. Why not? I mean, how long has Golden Girls been out? And I just now decided to watch it, and boom. You're welcome. So I'm real excited, me. because we're going to be watching Firefly probably this week. Oh, I was just oh, going to make a Firefly uh-huh. joke. And now it's right after you <laughs> watch Firefly, I'm going to be like, oh, hey, we're bringing back Firefly. Email yeah. me uh, what shows that you want me to watch, so they'll bring them back. I probably will not watch any of them. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what's, the, um, what's the families that get selected... To like review television, the Nielsen. You know what I mean? oh, Nielsen. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's what you've got. That's your stand. <laughs> the <laughs> Nielsen just my box. Nielsen. <laughs> yep. I don't even own a box. It's just a superpower of having the right. No, that's it. Nielsen just floats box. around behind you. It's just the Nielsen <laughs> box. That's her. That's the stand. That's a pretty powerful stand. It's not it a bad one. Powerful. You know, it it has its limits, obviously. Like. Anything else could probably defeat you in battle, but I mean, you get the show. You get to choose the shows. You do, right? As long as I don't battle, who cares? Yeah, she would get the protection of the highest networks stands. What know. would NBC's stand be? It would be definitely be a Peacock, but what would it do? Oh, um, I don't know. What's NBC's shows? I don't even know. Wouldn't uh, their shows be stands? Their shows could be. Would, is Frasier a stand? It could be. Do I don't know, know anything about Frasier. I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> I JoJo no humor hits 30% of people. Guaranteed. Well, this was 75%. No, this was 50%. What? Of all four of us. Three out of four, Dan! What do you mean There's three out three, of four? There's not three, because I don't know, know what you guys are talking, talking about. You, two, me. I Great. don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, you just played along. I, I see. All right. Okay. I, I see. Just posing over here. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I have a stand. Of course I know. I, don't that is. I, I assumed it was some kind of superpower by context <laughs> clues. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Sort of. It's a fight I can, ghost. I have basic yeah. context it's, clues. It's just a fight ghost. There yeah. you go. Yeah. It's your, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, All right. someday we'll have education day and it will happen. I mean, I've watched the first two episodes of JoJo. Yeah, but you didn't get to stands. No, like I did eight not. Parts behind. Yeah, I still didn't get stands. Yeah. Well, then even Dan technically doesn't well, know. know what you're talking about. No, he knows. I know. Mm. He's done his homework. I've, those, been, I've been in those those deep, deep, dank mm. Reddit holes. <coughs> mm, gross. 
Oh, yeah, the deepest and dankest Reddit holes. You, oh. you don't want to go to Reddit. No, that's not where you want to be. Don't use Reddit. Don't. There's don't. my stance. Wait, what should I use instead of Reddit? Wait, don't Instagram. we have a Reddit? We do have a Reddit. You can oh. visit us on the Reddit. at mm. the r slash table stop. You do. Yeah. All social media is bad, though. Yeah, right. that's why I don't is post Is Tumblr still ever. alive? Tumblr is, is still alive, and it's kind of chilled just because, like, I don't know. A lot of people left during the whole not safe for work purge. So it's really just a bunch of us like losers left. Like we don't know where else to go. We've already dedicated so much time to this site. We're laughing at stuff. We're sharing pictures of cats and that's really about it. But like it, they lost so much money selling it recently that like I don't even think the people who made Tumblr give a shit about it anymore. Well, I mean, hanging out. I don't feel like that that's that it was that bad of a move because if your sole motivation for using Tumblr was to look at naked pictures, then I mean, what were you really using it for? I mean, you're right, and I don't have a problem with the not safe for work ban. The problem I yeah. have is I've, I feel I probably haven't talked about it on this podcast, but I've talked about it in real life. Is that first off, it was only motivated because they got taken off the app stores for excessive pedophilia. Like on their website, that's an and issue. So they Thanks, were like, pedophiles. they were like, okay, we're just gonna put this really shitty bot we made really quickly to try to get us back on the app store because we're losing money. That flags posts that we think are not safe for work. So a lot of posts that weren't not safe for work were getting flagged, uh. and pedophiles and spam bots and porn bots found a way around the flagging system to where there are still just as many pedophiles, just as many porn bots, and just as many spam bots as there were before, but they lost a lot of regular users that were just getting regular posts flagged and were getting annoyed. Because if you got so many posts flagged, you were not only like having to appeal every single post you made, you were also getting shadow banned, which you couldn't do a lot of stuff on the site, and people couldn't see you on the site because they were like, oh, you're nasty, you're dirty. But, like, my blog, I don't post anything except memes and animals. And a couple of my posts got flagged, and I got shadow banned to where, like, my icon was blurred out, and you couldn't find me if you tried to look me up. Whoa. No bloody way. Yeah, so, like, I hadn't even done anything... It was just, like, a picture of, like, some girl in, like, a nice dress that I had shared because I, like, like the style. It had been flagged as, like, not safe for work because they were, like, ooh, skin bad and stuff. And, like, eh. one of them was just, like, a picture of a bird. Like, <laughs> it flagged. We look at the birds. We don't want you <laughs> seeing like, these birds. It flagged an Dangerous insane amount burbs. of stuff. It was just for the sake of it being able to be put back on the app store as quickly as possible so people could re-download it or start downloading it and get money because they uh. were losing it. They didn't actually care about getting rid of any of the bad people because for a long time, Tumblr's had a very toxic sub-communities of Nazis and people that are obsessed with uh, mass shooters and people that are obsessed with serial killers and people who are pedophiles but call themselves MAPS, which is disgusting. It stands for Minor Attracted Person. And it's their way of trying to pretend they're not <laughs> pedophiles. Yes. Yeah. Disgusting. And that's something yeah. that kind of originated on Tumblr. And like they've had all these... Ter and the like I said, the porn bots and spam bots are so bad that there's more porn bots and spam bots than there are actual users at this point. And they, like, comment, like, ooh, click this link to see Jennifer's sexy time, like, on everybody's stuff. And know. it's, like, a constant, like, problem. 
And Tumblr just doesn't care is the issue. All they care about is we want to fit as many ads in as we can to make money. And that's about it. And even the new people that bought Tumblr for like a super discounted price when they were asked about, hey, what are you going to do about the Nazis? Do you have a plan? Like the guy literally <laughs> in the interview I said. I don't mean to laugh. I just, I can't imagine. What do you intend to do about <laughs> the Nazi party? Who, where are you going to march? Like, like someone like, I mean, someone interviewed the guy. It's what, the guy who owns Wattpad? Or something like that. It's the no guy idea. who bought it. I would have no idea. Oh, well, no he was like the guy who interviewed him was like, "Hey, uh, it's been a long time known thing that Tumblr has a lot of problems with different bad communities, right. especially people who identify as Nazis and identify as fascists. What do you plan to do about those blogs? Because sometimes they'll get in like they'll like rally and send like really gross, like grotesque, morbid pictures of like gore and stuff to Jewish users." On Tumblr, like they rally around and will harass users they know are Jewish and everything. Like it's like they sound like real cool edge lords who yeah. wear real cool edge lord shirts with the Joker on it. Yeah, but Not they were that like, if you oh, wear a Joker man. shirt, you're an edge lord. But <laughs> yeah, but they were like, um, so what do you plan to do about this? And the guy gave a really wishy washy, like half assed answer of like, well. We at Tubler believe in free speech, and we're definitely gonna try to find a way to uphold our values and continue doing what we want to do. And it was like that. He didn't say we're gonna get rid of them. He didn't say right. anything like we're gonna work on it. Like he just very like yeah, at gave that a point. fake generic answer and moved on. And I was like, great. So there's still gonna be a bunch of Nazis on Tumblr. You mean? Is that what you mean? <laughs> Well, like you just you gotta have a line. Them. Yeah. You deplatform them. I they mean, go to their own little spaces Twitter on the internet. Twitter is the That's... same way. Twitter is the same way. Twitter has even outright said if we put in our algorithm that gets rid of Nazis, it would block most, if not all, right wing politicians, and that is our problem. Which really shows a lot. Okay, do it. You're a private yeah. company. You do what you want to do. Shows a lot. But yeah. also, I've seen people. Like on Tumblr that have put hacks that if you want to not see Nazi content on Twitter change your setting location to Germany where they legally have to block anything Nazi related, so they do. But if you're like, keep your setting in uh, America, you'll see all the Nazi shit. They only worry about doing it in like Germany and shit because it's illegal to have any Nazi content there. Which yeah, is for reasons. Great. Yeah, top tier, obviously. Mm -hmm. It should be like that everywhere. But Makes like, a lot it's of sense. sad you have to do that just so you don't have to see some guy posting like, kill the Jews, am I right, my fellow Nazis, like on t Twitter and shit. And he has like the backwards hat and he's holding the skateboard behind his back. <laughs> yeah. It's, like the like it's, it's just, ugh. <sighs> it's a whole thing that I could go on forever. But that's another thing. That's it. So I see. Hey, yeah. Nazi's bad. Nazi's bad. We, at, uh, I don't care for these new Nazis. You know Not what? one it's, bit. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I get the soapbox out here? Take can it. I bring that soapbox out here? Sure. Yo, we. They, okay. Okay. Let me just collect my thoughts for a second. Yeah, this is Dan's collecting thoughts second. So brought to you by Dan, the <laughs> one who thinks and makes thoughts to say. Sometimes. Nice. Take it away, Dan. <clears throat> All right. I won't interrupt you whenever you're starting <laughs> to speak, because I realize this is Dan's thought time. <laughs> He's got his soapbox for this exact moment. So go ahead, take it away, Dan. This soapbox feels a little wobbly. Okay. Okay. So. They don't make soapboxes like they used to. <sighs> just the media in the last. Back in my day, they had soapboxes made of steel. Please. 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 
the media in the last. Okay, and last I don't know. Ever since the uh, the 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 group, the generation of people who fought World War II, they got old, right? They wanted to remember the glory days of their youth. So you know, everywhere you go, there's a World War II movie. There's like a documentary about World War II on History Channel. You know, you see it everywhere. Mm. That might have been a mistake because now, like people equate the Nazis with, like, people who like the Empire in Star Wars. They're, like, these mythical bad guys, and they look so cool doing the things they do. Like, we kind of made Nazis cool, and, like, kids, you know, who don't have the historical context or, you know, don't have a grandparent that went through World War II and actually, you know, can empathize with the true horror of how bad, like, 39 to 50 or 45 was. Like, we lost that. Yeah, I see a lot of, I mean, like, especially since they kind of equated, what, Darth Vader and all that stuff with yeah. the Nazi party, and then they were like, don't you love Darth Vader? Get your red lightsaber, get your Darth Vader costume, wear your Darth Vader thing, and it just kind of did, like, create this, like, maybe Nazis are kind of cool sometimes with their sick you- villains, and also it puts in this, like, it puts in this expectation that... Oh, Nazis are mythical. There's only a few of them out there. Like, there's not, it's not really, there might be a couple new Nazis, but it's just because they're loud. There's not really a lot. When, unfortunately, there are a lot. And then you get the other side of the spectrum where people are like, oh, the Nazis are only like these skinny, white, nerdy guys or these fat, neckbeard guys that live in their parents' basements, though. And it's like, I wish that were the case. But a lot of the Nazis are like, just your standard, like, run-of-the-mill people you interact with every day like they're cops or they're businessmen or they're like politicians or they're people that you see and that people look up to in some communities because they're like oh this important businessman or stuff that's like secretly or even possibly very openly a nazi like it puts this ideal that either like they're so fictional that you won't see them or they're just these like dweeby little nerds that are in cells anyways when in reality a lot of them fall into that middle of like just what you think are normal dudes until they say something a little wonky and you're like wait a second what <laughs> what did you just say oh, about that you're one instantly dude? not cool thanks yeah. i didn't realize that till this moment you're talking to a guy about video games and then you hear him talking to another guy about how maybe that richard spencer guy is kind of cool <laughs> and i'm like wait a second wait a second Reverse, I didn't reverse. know. I I just I was just talking to you about video games. Right. I thought you were a normal dude. You're. I was wrong. But and, you just yeah. they lack the historical context for it. Like, not the. I'm not saying like you know they were like the only bad guys in in between those years because it was unlimited war. Everybody was just doing awful war crimes to each other. Yeah, America. We even. just happened to be on the right side. Oh yeah! Don't even get me started. We weren't about the on the right bombings. side for a long time, and when we were on the right side, it was for very selfish reasons. Well, no one was on the right side for that reason, though. That ha- that was a product of after the war. Yeah. Like the couple of people who there's a, a really great story about these two guys who escaped from Auschwitz, went through Poland, got to, I believe Austria. If I'm getting my, anyways, they they escaped from Auschwitz, which is an impossible feat, and they managed to do it. And they were trying to, you know, tell the world, yo, uh, you know those ghettos that they were throwing us in? They got something worse. And no one believed them. Oof. And no one believed them up until, you know, 
you see pictures of uh who is it eisenhower walking through concentration camps like that's when you go wait a minute we what did happen to like 30 percent of our population yeah that's crazy it's just crazy i mean you get that nowadays too with like the with the concentrate, I mean, let's be real, is what they are. Well, the no, detention they centers are. are definitely concentration camps. They're not camps. like, you know, death camps, but that's, yeah. you're concentrating the population. Yeah, and some people, a lot of people are dying in them. And, like, they're being treated with horrible, like, laying in concrete. They have stuff called the icebox where they put bad children. It's just a very chill, concrete room where they make them lay on the ground. That sounds fun. And kids, like, die from this like there's been multiple cases of children dying in these detention centers and you get people that are like oh that's not real and we have pictures we have pictures of politicians standing in the detention centers surrounded by like children in cages like holding on to the cage and they're like no that's not real i don't know what you're talking about i don't know what you're talking about even now with more proof and more open knowledge about it people are still like hmm are you sure though yeah like are you sure sure because that doesn't sound right even so, with this, like, Joker movie thing. Have yes. you seen people freaking out about this, where they think people are going to go shoot up theaters well, where the they're FBI showing the Joker? Well, the released, like, a, uh, a warning about Ex- it. Yeah, it was that bad. They found a bunch of stuff on the dark web of, like, incels uh, threatening to do or planning to do violence. Because they made the new Joker into an incel. He's ang- it, it literally said in the article, like, we wanted to go with a more realistic, gritty approach where he's evil because he couldn't get a girlfriend and life's been hard. So all these incels are like, this is my Joker now. And they're like planning to like go nuts, go ham, go hog on like the release date. And I'm like, this is all we need right now. Isn't this the greatest (laughs) time to release this thing and do this thing? Might as well. This might as well happen. Everything else is already so goddamn weird. Sure. It's going to make a zillion dollars, though. (laughs) It's going to make a zillion fucking dollars. (laughs) I'm so bad. You know, you can spend that zillion dollars on. A segue. <laughs> I thought you were gonna like. For some reason, I thought you were gonna like promote merch, and I was like, we don't have. <laughs> just any send merch. money to my PayPal. That's just paypal.com slash You can buy the tabletop T-shirt that I already wear, and I will sell that to you for money, one hundred percent, without a doubt. I will sell out and send you that. Is that going to be like our version of like the gamer girl bathtub water? No. Sure. (laughs) Except it's a t-shirt you can actually wear over and over. Instead of bath water, you can just drink only one. No. The gamer girl ready t-shirt. No. (laughs) Ready? Hey. No. I might have all one at this point. Well, maybe. (laughs) We can make it ratty. Yeah. For extra. I'll make it real ratty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you want us to roll around in mud? We'll do it. I'm I'll being hurt. <laughs> All right. Well, the we got our serious talk out of the way for this tenth episode. This because oh, this of is our what comedy you tuned podcast in for. about video games I and or board games. May have dug a little too deep into that rabbit hole for a second. Mm. Whoops. Hold on. Hold on one second. I hope you, uh, jokes. Hey, jokes. Yeah, get back in here. I that bit was. <laughs> that bit wasn't stolen or anything. Well, yeah. <laughs> He's stealing bits now. GM. Yeah, that's fine. Dang. <laughs> Damn, I Daniel. I this joke from somebody else. I'm not coming. Jokes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we dug into the rabbit hole, but now we're ready to dig back out and have a good time. Dig uh, into that gaping hole oh, of love no. that we have for you guys. Please, no. Oh, <laughs> disgusting, and I hate it. Thanks for that, I guess. Uh. <laughs> I like how Kyle just got really silent during all that, too. Like, this is a lot. 
This is a lot, and I'm it's just going to sit back for this one. You got heavy. Yeah. Yeah, you know wait. what? That's, that's why you're here. Not you that's guys, but the, I mean, the people that were in there. That is why is I specifically am here. That's why I'm here. Too real rainy. Hashtag too real rainy. <laughs> Buy her shirt. All five of teen eyes on that hashtag. Started, Buy my started shirt. revving there for a second. Stalled out. <laughs> Send Come me back. an email if you want to buy my table stop t-shirt. I will roll around in the ground for you if you want. Anything for you, senpai. <laughs> anything for you. And I will send you a video of me saying anything for you, senpai. Okay. For the right okay. amount of you money. You might be writing a check right, right now. You might be writing a check right now that you're going to have to cash I do at not some take, point. I do not take checks. I only take PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, do you still not have a bank account? Is that, I have a bank that account? Legit? What do you mean? Oh. How old do you think I am? Well, that's what I was wondering. I was like, Dan, why are you that? saying that you can't write her a check? No, I'm just saying, at some point... <laughs> She's saying my mouth is writing checks that I might not cash. But, baby, uh, let me tell you, for the right amount of money, I will cash any check. Well, then. Kyle's going to beat me up, but yeah. To have. <laughs> no. Let's sell shirts. Go for it. Yeah, Kyle gets half the money. He doesn't mm. give a shit. Wait, I do. Cool, cool. Definitely. Um, just royalties. Kidding. Just kidding. Just nope, kidding. that's on. Nope. It's on. Uh, it's recorded. Audible contract. That's illegal. Oh, yeah, oh. legally binding. Audible. Yep. Now I'm just a small town country lawyer, but I don't think a podcast is admissible in court. Can you imagine playing this podcast in court for something? Like, <laughs> do you think they would skip to this part, or do you think they'd be like, we have to listen to the whole thing for context and just sit there awkwardly for 20 minutes? Like, no, you know, listen to the 10 minutes of concentration goes on for camps. a long time. <laughs> I, I think. I think somebody has to die, and this has to be the only source of information, <laughs> and then they would listen to the whole thing. Do you think we'd have to leave in the part where Dan's cat attacked me? It's possible. They, you know what? They would cite that. They'd be like, "Why is thirty seconds missing from the tapes?" Now you have to cut this part too because now it sounds weird out of context. <laughs> nope. There was the motive. There was it. That kind of leads back to uh, our earlier off off mic discussion of could a man survive sixteen cats attacking them? That's a question I'm asking you, the viewer, listener. Could you survive getting attacked by sixteen cats? Okay, it's more let's, likely let's than pose, you think. Let's pose this as well, though. If they are straight-up feral cats, yes. their claws are, like, disease-ridden. That's true. Oh, okay, if we're going long-term. Yeah, like, sure, you might kill off the 16 cats, but, like, a week later, you might be dead. I, we got think, modern I medicine. think 16 cats would kill me before their diseases ever got a chance to. You, you, remember, you remember our squawky boss? You know, Squawk. the one boss that we had that talks like this? Oh, yeah. At produce department at Mike the grocery Wazowski, store. Mike you're late again. Yeah. Anyways, he had cat scratch fever. He couldn't donate blood. His blood was poison. <laughs> oh my god. Also, he did a bunch of cr- drugs. That's yeah. Cat He's yeah. a bad person. He had that, like, yeah. That yeah. was, yeah. 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 It's not great. That yeah. We don't, always made don't do sound. drugs, kids. The cats when we yeah. talked about them, because we always like he's never made the sound, but whenever you hear him talk, you just want to hear. You know, he just goes. Rah! <laughs> right, it's like the goose sound. Oh, he was part goose. Oh, can we segue into something fun? Segways. Untitled Goose Game. Man, goose New are game. terrible. Yeah. New game, gonna buy it. Haven't yet, uh, but I've seen little bits about it. Just causing fucking hammock. I watched hammock. Uh, hammock. hammock. I did accidentally <laughs> say hammock. I stopped That's midway. Fine. And I was accidentally trying to said ha- goose instead of geese. You did. I thought that was intentional because you do that sometimes. Eh, I could care. Oh. But uh, I watched a video last Could night you? of someone who, as a goose, of course, 
went up to a, um, a sprinkler system, turned it on. A man comes out, turns it off. He turns it back on instantly, turns it off, turns it back on instantly. And he just did this for like 10 minutes until the man just stopped and just put his hands on his hips and just looked down at this goose. Like, come on, man. And you could just do that in that game. And I love it. Okay. I want to throw everyone's stuff into the water. I want to bite people. Right. Be a little nasty. Here's your morality question for the day. If that exact scenario happened to you, that you go out, you you hear your sprinklers running. You have sprinklers, by the way. And you hear them running. And <laughs> you go way. out, and there's this goose standing there. And you turn it off, and this goose just turns it right back on and stares at you. I know what I do. How many times oh God. <laughs> does the goose turn the sprinklers on before you shoot the, the goose? Once. Kyle doesn't even need to shoot it. <laughs> he just goes out and sees it. <laughs> We all know one of my friends one of my friends on Facebook like tagged me and it's like, Oh my god, did you see this goose game? I was like, Yeah, maybe I could use this some kind of sick therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would take three times. Like legit, if I turn this off, goose turns it on. I turn it off again, goose turns it on. I turn it off again and the goose turns it on, <laughs> I'm going in the house. <laughs> I'm getting that, that, dude, that's a free meal right there. I think I would probably be like this goose. There's something up with this goose. I just go back inside and leave the sprinklers on and be like, this is just how it is. And let him run up your water bill. You I have a hundred fifty dollar water bill wait. next month because a goose. <laughs> I would wait for the goose to leave. Maybe I'd come out with a pot and pan and smack them together and be like, blah blah. And he does not care. Goose don't care. <laughs> then it's, it's goose's house now. <laughs> that's the way he sees it you must tri- you owe him awe you pay tribute to him he owns the world what if he, he just stands king. in the middle of the sprinklers and just looks at you through the window exactly that's what he does <laughs> he knows i think i just let it go i mean let speaking of kyle's friends on facebook quick quick segue um beep, beep. kyle's mom posted some pictures of him for uh happy sun's day or whatever and one of his friends just Why? commented Why? you look very angular in these pictures <laughs> what does that even mean i don't know he i think he meant to say angler because like <laughs> two-thirds of the pictures of me fishing i think he meant to say oh you're like a you're like an angler in this picture. <laughs> he said he's what did he say he's like you're you very, very angular. Ang- you're a very angular guy. You're a very angular guy. That's what he said. <laughs> and I, I even have a question like, do you mean angular or angular? Right? Like angular or angler? He's like, maybe both. Like, <laughs> what? Maybe right. he meant regular. Oh, man. I don't think so. And his phone autocorrected. Kyle just goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> that is a very kyle response it is a very kyle (laughs) fd kyle response big kyle energy bke what (laughs) (laughs) now back to goose though i'm very excited about this game i gotta look more into it and get it because it seems like it i like the style of it too very cute very sweet very jelly like i saw somebody beat it Many a true nerd. You can buy. Yeah. You can beat it. There's, yeah, there, a there's, a por- there, there's a porpoise. There's a porpoise. There's a porpoise. There's a to rule the world. Yeah. Hmm. You need to collect all of the pieces of Eden. Right. I'm on this big and Eden. the Triforce and the Triforce and the Millennium Puzzle and the Dragon Balls and the Infinity oh. Stones. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Whatever those are. A goose with there's Infinity a stones. stones is a terrifying life. <clears throat> Can you um, imagine if a goose had that power? <laughs> infinite stone works. Infinity stone. Infinity stones can do everything. Like free. Each one controls like a different element, like of Earth, being. Wind. No, I'm talking water, time, space, heart. like stuff. Fire. Can you imagine a goose with the ability to change time, space, and the very fabric of reality? 
What would they you, change it to, though? It would make the Statue of Liberty into a goose. It would? Holding, comically holding, like, the the lantern. Except it's just, like, a bag of bread. Right. <laughs> they truly are the purest form of chaotic. He would change Chaotic his... goose is the worst alignment. <laughs> no one likes it. Everybody hates it. <laughs> he would change his, uh, his body. That way he's properly able to digest bread without dying. And that'd be mm. it. Oh, wait, goodbye. does bread kill goose? Wait. Yeah, you're not supposed to feed du- uh, ducks bread. You know how they go out and free- feed, like, bread to yeah. ducks? Yeah, that's not good. They die. Oh. They can't, like, digest that shit. I don't think they oh. die. I mean, they get really sick and they're malnutritioned, which can lead to death, yes. Okay, well, I mean, I don't know if the, their entire diet consists of only bread. They probably would die. Well, but. yeah, but I'm talking, like, back in my hometown, there's a park... Where people go like every single day to feed like whole loaves of bread to these ducks that no. live there. And those ducks are not eating anything else but the bread. And they probably die because of that. Because well, there's not the nutrition they need in that bread and they will die. Local, dun- uh, local uh, duck hunters will get them. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. You want to give them like corn and shit, it says. Like uh, corn. How's corn any better? Because corn. Corn is not bread. That sounds what like big mean? corn just trying to market the duck game. Yeah, big corn. What? <laughs> corn and uh, what? Cooked Oats. rice was one? Oats cooked was rice? one cooked rice. I think rice makes them explode, right? No, you want to do cooked rice. Uh, uncooked rice would make them explode because it would expand in their bellies. But yeah. if you cook the rice before, it's already expanded, so they're fine. Uh, like, yeah, cooked rice, like corn, stuff like that. This is a PSA. Stop giving ducks bread, guys. I know it's fun, but you gotta pick something else. Yeah, you gotta pick something. Give else. gooses bread though, because gooses <laughs> are just jerks. Geese do suck. It's geese. Geese do suck. So one yeah. time, after watching Braveheart, me and a childhood friend went to the local park, and we we're like, "Yo, see that army of geese up there? You want to fuck their shit up?" And we just ran up this hill. Mm-hmm. They didn't move. Well, they weren't they amused. Didn't. We they ran down go. that hill. You don't give a shit. You were driven back. The geese. We were we were routed by birds. Yep. <laughs> of course they don't give a shit. They're geese. You think they can't take on two kids? Like, There's no way you're surviving an attack from 16 geese. You no. might be able to live through 16 cats, 16 geese. You don't even eat birds six geese before you bones, die. Though. I think you're okay. They, 16 geese, they have teeth. nothing to geese defend themselves with. They got teeth, they got claws, but geese they got, got teeth. bones. Okay, the, the teeth are bare, aren't, aren't even going to make a mark on your skin. They'll be uh, like... They'll be lucky enough to scratch you up, maybe. A geese would kill you. I'm oh, sorry. They good just have Lord. a huge no. intimidation buff. <laughs> Absolutely not. There's a button specifically to spread wings. You get 16 geese spread their wings, it blots out the sun. <laughs> You're just in this sphere of <laughs> geese wings at that point. Yeah. They just ball around you, and it's just nothing but snapping maws of geese. And then they steal your breath. Right. And then you suffocate. It's the, and then they steal it's your breath. It's the girl. mental trauma, yeah. really. They all breathe in at once with their weird teeth, mouths, and they take your breath, and then you die, and they walk away with your girl. Right. 16 geese in a trench coat steal your girl. <laughs> they steal your girl, and then they dress up like Santa and take pictures with your kids. Oh. Yeah. That's how much they respect you. Yeah. You, you said 16 geese in a trench coat. Um, that made me think of all 16 geese heads sticking out of the top of the coat. That made me think Geese Hydra. <laughs> yeah, that's hydra. essentially what, what it becomes. Like they're, just like they're just all fuse into the goose hydra, and you have to kill the goose hydra. <laughs> you, you cut off one goose head, two more geese head return. <laughs> you got to fuse right. the stump with uh, with moldy bread. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And like you just bring the bread to go feed the geese, and they fuse, and it's like the only thing you got. So you gotta like 
you get the bread wet and like the soaked bread, you know, wet the stump bread. of the, the head would you cut it off. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. gross. Can we, just, can we just have a quick bread conference here? Oh my goodness, this is the stance you're going to take after I'm like, <laughs> I don't like toast. And you're like, you're the weirdest person in the world. Now Are you're you going to sit you over like here. Bread? bread is guess. What do you mean? Why Are do you, you not like, you bread? like wet this bread? Gentlemen, wet bread? Gentlemen, ladies, ladies. Hmm. White Attention. bread? Wet. Gentlemen, ladies. So he said white bread. Uh, wet. Ladies. Jump late. This is why we call these bread conferences. This is the 2019 bread conference. We'll yeah, do- Ritter thinks toast is pointlet, by the way, guys. He do- he thinks po- why toast has burn a point. Bread? Why just burn bread? Why just bread, though? Please message us I thought why you, you said think, white uh, bread. No, why you think that's stupid? White bread is super gross, though. What? I like then bread. Then why do you use like soupy egg? Let's, let's, let's just get this bread. Let's take all the nutrition shit out of it, and then let's throw a little bit back in, and no, then be like, oh, bread. yeah, this not real food. Eat it. All right, yeah, well, we swear to go. I if you're on anti wet bread, why do you goop the egg into your bread? Because the wet is. That's flavor, goop. not water. If it's just water, you don't have the flavor. Also, you usually do it with toast, which is more. If solid. you burn the bread first and then it's, make it goopy, it's crunchier. It it's can crunchy. withstand. It can withstand the goop. And plus, the goop doesn't actually. soak into the bread. Yeah, it doesn't have time because it's yeah. in your belly. It is in your belly, boy. <laughs> okay, that 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 concludes this 2019 edition of the bread conference. That my cat conference? keeps eating my bagels, and that's become an issue. With <laughs> that me. should be a question we 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 issue to a certain podcast. How do I get my cat to stop eating any bread products we leave on the counter? Uh, Fixers Inc., please help. Because Put in the cabinet. We don't have room in the cabinet. Put them in the cabinet. We do not have Find room in the, cab- cabinet. Put in the cabinet. We have two things of bagels and two loaves of bread that are different right now. We do not have any room in the cabinet. Crunchy is a bread fiend. He just keeps eating through the plastic and he- trying to eat the bread. Fixers, can you help us? Please, please. my bagels. I need those. I'm trying to eat bagels. Moral they got little the cat teeth in them. Don't go to the park and feed your cat's bread. Don't feed the Wait, cat's bread. Don't throw bread in the pond and feed your cats. Are don't goose Nazis bread. bad? Is that the moral of the story? I lost I lost the thread. Yeah. Goose Cat Hydra. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're all hissing. Every all. every head is hissing, but in a different way. Right. It's awful. Oh boy. <sighs> He's gonna eat all my bagels by the time I get home, I know it. We're gonna go home and it's just gonna be a bunch of hey, half eaten bagels spread across the ground. Oh wait, I know I know exactly what we should do. Well put them in spikes. Put them in the freaking cabinet. <laughs> We have too much soup in the cabinet. <laughs> Why do you have so much soup in your Why cabinet? Why don't you take the soup out? Yeah. He can't eat through the soup because cans unless he can. So I have the mushroom soup. <laughs> Wait, Ritter's on something here. We dump all the soup out of the cans. We stuff the bread in the soup cans. Oh. Right. <laughs> Canned <laughs> bread like that episode of SpongeBob? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, they even have my favorite canned bread. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Imagine how nasty canned bread would be. Yeah, yeah, it'd be pretty nasty. It's gross. Put, yeah, bread. put your bagels in the cans. I'm like, listen, we have two. We have not a lot of cat. Put your cats space. in the cans and put them in the pantry. I wish. And then you could have your bagels just throw all over the place. Yeah. Crunchy's fat. He weighs like 12 pounds. Get one now. of those big, huge green bean cans. <clears throat> that might be able to fit him. <laughs> he's he's so big now. He's he's a lot. What twelve pounds? Twelve pounds is what the vet said. That's a big cat. That's a hefty cat. You keep feeding him bagels. <laughs> Not feeding him bagels. He's stealing them. He's stealing my bagels. Can put him out on the counter as good as feeding him he's to him. Stealing my cinnamon swirl bagels. <laughs> that's like that's like I don't know. I was gonna go somewhere, but I my train of thought lost. Uh, Brave. 
Brave. Bagels. <laughs> what kind of bagels is eating? Are they everything bagels? No, the I have English I have muffins? plain bagels that go with my pumpkin spice cream cheese. And then I have cinnamon swirl bagels because I don't like raisins. So I get the regular just cinnamon swirl that goes with nice uh, plain spreadable cream cheese. It's going to get blueberry cream cheese, but they didn't have any. Hmm. So I didn't. I don't get these bagels in, in the mornings. No one gives me these bagels. Because Crunchy keeps eating them. Crunchy, you got to go in that can. <laughs> Ritter. Yes. What have you done this past oh, month? Kyle taking the initiative. What have I done in the month? Wow. What have you been up to? What have you been up to? Uh, played a lot of Fire Emblem Three Houses. Been playing that a lot. Ooh. That is a, it is a very fine Fire Emblem game. They have taken out some features that existed in uh, the, the two previous incarnations, such as they had uh, Awakening, was like the real big renaissance for Fire Emblem games a few years ago. Uh, and they put in a ton of stuff, like pairing up units and uh, the whole time skip thing where units would eventually get married and have children, and oh. then their children would come from the future back to fight with you during the same era. Hmm. So, you know, that was a real big success. Very neat, a lot of cool story stuff, a lot of deep strategy to it with the pairing units and the relationships of units. Uh, and then you had Fates, which was like Pokemon, in that you had two versions of essentially the same game where you would get different units throughout, and same thing. You match up units together, they get certain bonuses for being paired and just fighting next to each other, but... What this eventually did was encouraged you to sort of make like a big old cube of units and just march that cube either up the field or hang out in the backfield. Yeah, I, yeah, I could see that with Awakening. I did that a lot. Right, because you will not lose if hmm. you just build a cube unless the enemy doesn't move, in which case you just very slowly march your cube right up to them mm -hmm. and you'll never lose. You won't win any bonuses for, like, speed running or anything like that, but those bonuses don't exist in the game. It's purely for bragging rights. So, in this version, that is almost completely gone. There is no pairing up of units. Like, you can't just hide a unit in another unit hmm. like they had before. Like, oh, snap, my healer's going to die because I left him out, and now five cavalry have attacked them, and they're going to get dead. I'm just going to throw this healer under this knight. And now they will never be able to touch that. No. All your people are out in the field. And they can be hit. There is, before missions, an adjutant system where you can pair somebody in with someone else, but they will never be able to take place in the fight. They will gain experience for fighting when that unit does. Hmm. And they may give some like stat bonuses, I think. But it's mainly to train up weaker units. Which is a fine system to do it with. So, that works pretty good. Um, there is a new feature as well, that whenever you move somebody into the quote-unquote danger zone, whenever somebody can get to you, uh, there are these little vector lines that show what units are going to get attacked by what people. Hmm. Which is huge. Because there would be plenty of times when I would move, like, five knights up into the front of a thing, and then just leave one little Pegasus Knight back here all the way in the back, still in the danger thing, and everybody in the world runs all the way around my knights to go attack this person, oh. just to kill them, when my knights are going to kill everything there. So this uh, this line system 
really alleviates that. So they uh, they've added monster battles that you get things that take up four spaces, and it's this gigantic monster dude, mm. and you got to attack him from multiple sides and use gambits on him, which is a new thing they added that do certain things uh, depending on the type of gambit. So they've added a lot of things, but they took away that whole uh, turtling in a cube mentality. You can now pretty reliably enact strategies of, like, drawing fire away with a few cavalry people, because they can hit and run. They can go up, attack, and then move again with their remaining movement. Okay. So you can go up, hit somebody, run into trees or whatever for cover. Hmm. So a lot of good stuff happening there. And the ability to change classes whenever you want to is huge. Totally based on skills. Like most other games, you get people, it's like, hello, I am here, and I am a knight, and I will always be a knight. Unless you use a seal on me, then change my class or whatever. Hmm. Now, when you get your class of students, they're all just nobles or commoners. And they just either use spears or swords or axes or something, and then you totally have to push them in the direction where they will excel. Which admittedly slowed me down a lot playing the game because it put me into kind of like a logic lock of like how do i optimize this and make everybody into the canon thing that they're supposed to be <laughs> but uh that was about it that was the uh it's it's a good it has a lot of good stuff going on i'm really interested to play it again i haven't even gotten through the first playthrough but i'm going to do so many things differently in my second playthrough oh nice nice so it's been a bit since i've heard anything about that one when it first came out, I kind of heard everybody just kind of had a resounding eh, whenever it came out. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's um, it's its own. The, I would say it's its own thing, sort of. Like the people who are into it know that it's like, oh yeah, this is the greatest, this is the best. Like r slash fire emblems all over it mm -hmm. and stuff like that. You know, they're I mean, doing it's it's just Persona. Though. It is just all about the mess links, but there's so many. Yeah, the that would be the big another big difference in this as well is that the social links between characters, far less important. I have maxed out, like, several ones of those, and they never get to the point where they're going to, like, marry each other because of a max social link. They're just getting the best possible bonuses for being within a few squares of each other or for flanking somebody. That's another way this works now. If they hmm. have good bonuses, they don't have to be in a cube. They can be on either side of a person and still grant the bonus. Hmm. So... Uh, the relationships that you, as the professor, have with the students is way more important. That's pretty much where the core of stuff is, is, like, get your main professor dude to have relations with the students. What I did not do Ooh, with God. a lot of people. <laughs> well, it's, it's, they, they say students, but they're all, like, in their 20s and stuff like that. I love that student-teacher shit. Well, it's, it's like college, you know. It's not like... It's not bad. Professor, how can I get an A on my final? Yeah, there's stuff like that. They, they all <laughs> refer to him as professor, which is the trope of just calling him a name so that, yeah, you can name him whatever you want. Everyone's going to call you professor or joker, joker or, or <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's all that. So hmm. very good. Very well strong. That's it. I've played a lot of that. <laughs> Anything else? On my own. You, you still playing uh, Final Fantasy VII? You still playing Final Fantasy three? No. No, I haven't gone back to three. Yeah. Don't know where it's at. I have to find it. It's, it's on that classic. Ah. SNES classic. The Fire Emblem really took over for it. I see. Just I a better story and more caring about things. 
So hmm. that's it. Interesting. You, nice. You gonna yep. you gonna throw that rock? You gonna you gonna shoot that that hole in one with your golf stick? Are you gonna are you gonna hit the sports ball? I have no idea with the racket. What you are referring to? Are you gonna toss that pigskin? You well, gonna toss that pigskin over somewhere? What are you actually actively talking about? Huck that softball. Go- <laughs> hit a home run. Does anyone know what's going on here? <laughs> Entirely so. Spikes. You gonna toss it or what? Yeah, you gonna toss it? Why are we talking about sports? Fuck that frizz. Who you gonna throw that that podcast sports ball to next? What just, are just, you referring to? Just, just just say somebody's name. What's been going on? Kevin. Somebody who's on the podcast. <laughs> Kevin Felix. was my father. I guess it's me. Hi. It's my turn now. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, way Hi, to Kevin. out your Hello. Wow, way to out your dad. Sorry, sorry, Kevin. Sorry, Kevin. Dad. No. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Weird to call my my dad by his first name. Sorry, I am, sorry Kevin. I, am, I would like to uh, formally apologize, Kevin. I'm very sorry. You're gonna have to make an apology video. You're gonna have to like just be like the cameras on your ground. Like this is a really hard video, but um, I gotta say, I'm sorry, Kevin. Out of my YouTube. dad. Kevin, I'm so I've sorry. abandoned. Kevin, I'm taking a break from YouTube. And I'm going to come back stronger and smarter and more mature than ever. I do apologize, but I wouldn't change this experience. Oh, I've matured a lot. Hate. Hate when people say, I do apologize. <laughs> I do you apologize. don't, I do apologize. You apologize. <laughs> I've already had this rant. I personally <laughs> do apologize. No! I do apologize. No! I, I can't I, say I, I let my, my viewers down. I let my Kevins down. I did. I'll let all the Can we call our down. listeners Kevins? No. <laughs> Quick aside. Can we just be like, can we just call them Kevins? No. Why do we have hey, Kevin's. Hey, Kevin's out there. <laughs> all the Kevin's. <laughs> Hope your Friday's doing great. All your Kevin's out there. Thanks for the support. Buy Smash our merch. that like button, Kev's. <laughs> Click that bell, Kevin's. <laughs> like and subscribe, it's Kevin's. Really <laughs> Who is the Kevin you think of when you say Kevin? I always think uh, of Kevin from my father. <laughs> I do. I, I think of Kyle's dad, but I also think of my manager at Wendy's because I had to deal with him for two years. I don't know uh, a Kevin. I always think of Ke- Kevin from work. I don't know a single Kevin. Isn't your dad's yeah. name Kevin? No, my dad's not named Kevin. <laughs> your dad's name is definitely Kevin. Okay. Every dad's name is Kevin. <laughs> Every dad oh my God. is Kevin on the range. That's a country song. Is it? It's Every dad is a Kevin on the range. <laughs> on the range. <laughs> that classic. I mean, he, had the, he, he did half the work of the country song right there. He did. That's it. Pick up trucks, dirt roads. Oh, that's Kevin. he just hit it. That and was Daisy almost. Dukes. Yeah. All right. Yep. Say, full quota. A blonde girl and Daisy Dukes. Or well, every we, every blonde girl. And Daisy, Daisy Dukes, Dukes like and Kevin. cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol, <laughs> trucks, and freedom. Of course. Of course. And guns in America and women. Those and are those are like the six points. Yeah, you just rhyme. There you go. You already made a song. Yeah, that's quota met. Add violin, add steel guitar, add key. Uh, just put it in D. It's a always key? in D. Like a key? What? Like keys? Like someone's just jingling their keys in the background? No, the song. The key of the song. Oh. <laughs> the key is D. Or A. Sometimes it is A. Sometimes they like adding that extra sharp in there. But nine times out of ten, it's two sharps. Kyle, what you been up to? Kyle, son of Kevin. Hello. Son of Kevin. <laughs> Kyle Kevinson. <laughs> That's what you should name when you guys get back. That's what you change your last name to. Kevinson? Kevinson. Oh. Kevinson. <laughs> oh.
Hi, I'm Randy. And I'm Kevinson. <laughs> and then child's name is Kevin, regardless of gender. Kevin, 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 Kevin Kevinson. Oh, yep. no. <laughs> uh, so there's the uh, ever-present Magic the Gathering talk about. New set is coming out next week. Oh, and I got to go to the pre-release of that a couple days ago. What plane are they in? Uh, it's called Eldraine. It's a new new plane. Oh, what it's, do they got? Camelot and Grim's <gasps> Fairy. Yes. Oh. No! You didn't know that, really? Oh! Yeah. It's Camelot and Grim's oh, Fairy Tales theme. Okay. So, Grim's Fairy Tale, I'm, I'm Googling it right now. Yeah, Grim's Fairy Tales and Camelot. There's like a night at nights everywhere. Yes! It is whole, yes. uh, entirely nights themed. Yes. There are gingerbread men. Yes! There's, I didn't know. There's food everywhere. There's witches. Oh, that's oh, a gingerbread yeah. men uh, battle video you showed me, yep. right? Yep. The, yeah, the official trailer. The official tra- trailer for the set was two gingerbread. Was a gingerbread man and a gingerbread woman running away as one of the main planeswalkers from the set busts in and is like killing guards, and they're just trying to survive the fight as he's like smashing tables. Are there any Shrek references? Yes, there is. Yeah. Hell yeah! There is an ogre that is a knight, and they make fun of the Shrek reference because he's okay. like in the same. Is like, he a green? Uh, he's no, he's a red card, but oh, red he's man. green in the artwork, and he's just like in the cobbled together knight outfit. Uh, yeah. see. Nice. the bear suplexing card. Oh, there's a there's it's a card of a, a bear su- of a knight suplexing a bear, and it's wonderful. It's beautiful. Nice. They've kept the tradition of every set there being a guy punching a bear or punching a dragon or something like that. And this one, they have a dude suplexing a bear, so they got to outdo themselves in the next set, right? Somehow, dude takes a bear out to dinner. Reconciliation. Oh, yeah. uh, the beginning of their uh, character development of reconciling. Could, um, oh, you could play it and target enemy creature can't attack this turn. Yeah, their their magic's yeah. done. Yeah. I, I wrote that card for you. Hmm. I'll take my check in the mail, Blizzard. Not Blizzard, Wizard. Wizard Blizzard. of the Coast. Blizzard, Blizzard. Wizards. Blizzards of the Coast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's something you probably be into, Ritter. I know you like your camel. I do. Yep. I have enjoyed a good... Especially Arthurian legend stuff, because there's a lot of junk going on in there. Yeah. A lot of neat. Yeah, Very my cool. My boy is uh, sliding back into the vortex of uh, Magic the Gathering. I knew you would. Yeah. I knew you call. would return one day. Yeah, getting, getting back into it. But Told you. Kyle, why are you, why are you playing Magic the Gathering when that other game that we played at Origins that I literally forgot oh. everything about literally has the perfect mana system? Because they don't have a mana system. <laughs> it's literally perfect, Kyle. It's literally uh, stolen literally from Hearthstone. Perfect. We went to Origins Game Fair. For context, yeah. we went to Origins Game Fair, and there was like... I don't know. It really was like a shitty Magic the Gathering game that was like a new card game coming out. Uh, sorry if you're that one guy that was promoting it with his very <laughs> life and soul that happens to be listening to us, but he you're was like... You're literally the perfect viewer. He's like, this is literally the perfect game. And we kind of laugh like, ah ha ha. And he was like, no, seriously. It's literally the perfect game. And after every mechanic he explained, he'd be like, so that's why it's literally perfect. And yeah, then he you was can getting do this, this, do and this. And that's why it's perfect. He was too. He was. He was getting paid to you do that. You don't have he to do that, He seemed too passionate about it. You can just it. be like, this is a good game. Listen, it's another yeah, card game. You listen. don't have to be like, it's better than our competitors. What if he was reading a script? What if that's literally was. As a person, you get paid. Who, to, you know, I would get paid to do that. I would get paid to I'm do gonna that go too, on the advocate of this guy. And I don't know. I'd get paid. I don't. 
don't I don't think he was reading off. Like I said, as a person who has gotten paid to read off script and like be like, hello, this, 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 and this thing to a customer. And oh, this thing is perfect and great to a customer. Like that kind of thing. There's a certain level of you can tell it's scripted or kind of fake or like obviously you're being told that man had the passion of a man like, who really like believed it. He was a designer of the game. Like one of the yeah, designers. He and did. he was just like this is my heart and soul. This has to has to work. I mortgaged my house. I mortgaged my wife. <laughs> I mortgaged my child he did, for the perfect card game. He talked like a person that truly believed this card game was God. And I was like, well, dude, it's not that good. This game sucks. Like, I played it, and I went, this is really boring, and I don't like it. And I sat out. Hey, hey Kyle. Yeah. Here's the podcast ball back. What? Oh yeah, yeah. Play talk about Magic the Gathering. Talk yes. about it. Go. Yeah, that, that, that game wasn't Go. all that great. Magic, no, Magic, pretty good. Pre-release was a lot of fun too. There's a lot of new mechanics in it. There's a lot of new, uh, cool stuff they're doing with the new booster packs and everything. They're making, along with the regular booster packs that came out, they're making new kind of collectors booster packs. I think is what they're called. They're adding a lot of like alternate art cards in there and a lot more rare density stuff into those packs for people that wanted to just collect them and not play with them. People can just buy those instead of buying the boosters and getting all the, the crap commons and stuff that they don't want to draft with and everything. So it's a neat design choice for them, and I gets Wizards of the Coast more money, so cool. And uh, yeah, I really like the, the design of the set so far. It's a super fun to play, and uh, I'm looking forward to playing a lot more of it. Nice. I am yeah. looking at cards from the set, and there are some good cards in this set so far. Yeah, this set is a like lot these, of powerful actually. stuff. Actually, it is are, incredibly powerful. Are we gonna start playing Magic again? Is what? you guys are saying so i mean i've already been i'm waiting for you scrubs to get up on my level <laughs> right well we will never get there because i always build decks with weird rules weird like, rules yeah for the longest time i would do um i would do like pseudo commander rules where i would do like a 60 card deck specifically always with 24 mana hmm. and always in perfect ratios and always with one of each card. Oh, you Never know that they have a you know that they have a standard format for commander called Brawl now, right? No, they have that now. What is that? It's is it it's commander, commander, but with sixty card decks and only standard cards. Oh, but multiple copies. No, it's singleton. It's commander. Okay, so it's literally the thing I said. Somebody stole my idea. Great, <laughs> I have to go <laughs> find some fool. It. Dang it. You should have said TM, 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 TM. I should have, <laughs> should have mailed it to myself in a registered letter. Can you, uh, uh, can you make a deck that's only like guys beating up animals bigger than them? What? Uh, oh, with sure. like bear puncher and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's enough cards. Weak. White is all about that. White is only men beating up yeah. like. Well, like white has a bunch of animals. stuff of like destroy power, destroy creature of power four or greater and stuff. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. There, there are oh, cards that do that. like the, she the means heroic knight sly, uh, slaying the giant beast. Like, I definitely mean the art of like someone just bare fist punching a oh, bear. That, you can probably do that. Then there's no green cards. I've done that. There you go. Yeah, that's what I want. I want a. I want a. I want a card that's a man punching a pixie, but it's just a close up of his finger going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right just sing, single poke does like one damage or something like that if creature has one or less toughness exile it <laughs> there you go that's there, the one there is a, a card artwork that's coming to my mind now it's savage bite it was in a, a set that had werewolves it was like a, a gothic horror theme kind of thing and you would think in a, in a set that has werewolves and it's called savage bite and it's in the color for werewolves it would be a werewolf biting something but it's this 
insane crazy dude turning around and biting the forearm of a werewolf and the werewolf is like <laughs> werewolf's face in the background is like pure horror and shock as this dude is like biting its arm it's like yeah. the flavor text was something like you should have seen the look on both of their faces <laughs> yeah the werewolf's like whoa man that's not cool wait wait stop man hold up no biting jeez this, this is what we've been doing to people goes. guys oh. it hurts what? Oh, I just I thought of a funny bit, but then I remembered it was from Family Guy, and I was like, "Damn it!" Did I just say Family that Guy's allowed to have yeah. funny bits. Yeah, yeah. I guess they're technically allowed, but I'm thinking of that episode where the prisoner like stabs himself, and he's like, "Is this what I've been doing to people? Wow, this really hurts." <laughs> so yeah, you did quote. I did. Did mm. you did? I did. You did. Me. You. Who? Wow. Kyle. Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Did. Kevinson. <laughs> Kyle yeah, of Kevin. I guess it, it does have some, it has a few gems, but they're like they're they're tucked in. There's not real. There's not like a good episode of Family Guy. Correct. There's good bits. Though. Right. There are good. You bits can't be like no good episodes. Yeah. They're, they're every now and then you find one where it's like, ha, ah, funny three minute joke. Good. Rest of this twenty seven minute episode. Eh. Yeah. But isn't I hate the it Conway funny? Twitty. Oh, I love uh, the Conway Twitty. That's the most trying hard them all the time. It's like a full song. I it's like a full, like half the episode of just Conway Twitty sitting there, and I'm like, I swear. Right, shining <laughs> little diamond on her. Okay. Yeah. What if we just had Dan pause and sing a whole Conway Twitty song in the middle of this podcast? <laughs> I mean, we could. Well, looks like I need Three, an escape. Two, one, go. Anyway, do do host do host mesh do host mesh do host mesh too fast. <laughs> what are you saying? Du hast mich. I don't you know, know what that du is. Remstein. Do you know 90s mich. industrial you know, Remstein. Get out of here. I wasn't alive. That was the whitest way you could have possibly said yeah. Rammstein that I've ever Remstein. heard. <laughs> you know Remstein. I, I, I wasn't 100% sure about the pronunciation. <laughs> you know, it's been a while since I said No, you just got to sound a little angry when you say it. You yes, know. because everything Rimstein. sounds angry in German. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That is true. Is that racist? Maybe. No, I have a buddy in, that lives in Germany, and he speaks German, and the difference between him talking in English to me and talking in German to me is just, like, rage. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not an exaggeration. Andy, if you're out there, I love you. <laughs> it's been a while since we talked. You gotta hit me up with that angry German. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I have a really good German accent. Are you guys ready? No. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes, okay. Vool. I am German. This is me doing a German accent. Anyways, the rest of my month. <laughs> yeah, I, Kyle, sorry. <laughs> is that doing? is that bit still funny? Mark, cut off. <laughs> still pretty okay. Funny. Anyways, the um, one other thing that I've been doing over the past month is uh, at work, I've been starting something during lunch where... We've got enough people interested. We're we're doing uh, board games during lunch, so we've <laughs> been doing that for about a month now. What games? And we started out with some simple stuff at first, like um, like Splendor. We did uh, mm. what's a century? Oh, tell them about Spice your Road. setback with both those games. What? Tell them about your setback with both of those games. Setback? Yeah. What setback? The guy. What guy? <laughs> the face. The guy that had a face Come on his face. You know what's wrong with him. What? The, 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 the different that, tokens? The tokens? Oh my god. I'm going to have to tell about this really story. There's a colorblind dude who has trouble oh, playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah, has yeah. chosen two different games to start out with that both need the ability to see the colors to decipher certain pieces. 
Yeah, that, that, that's been a recurring problem is that one of the guys we play with is like really bad colorblindness. And just unfortunately, some of the games we've uh, we picked have been lots of red and green in them. Ugh. And it's been really hard for him to discern it. So he's like, I take it this lighter shade of this grayer thing here is is what I'm supposed to be picking up. I'm like, yeah, that's that's it. So it, it, he's not he hasn't been one to play a lot of board games like the, all the rest of us have. So he's picking on everything up a lot slower than we are. But we, we kind of start off on those simpler games and we're kind of working our way up to more difficult stuff. And for the past two weeks now, we've been playing Charterstone, legacy game. Okay. It's um, the same guy that did Scythe, the um, Stonemire games is okay. the one that made it. The, they, it's a worker placement legacy game. So you start off with like being a, you, how do I describe it? You're, um, you're a couple people that like flew off in an airship from a kingdom and you have to like start a new village. So when you start out, it's a board that is like mostly empty and it has a bunch of hexes on it. And the first game session is like really stupid simple. Like you put a dude, you get a coal, you sell the coal, and then you get the coal to get something else and you get more coal. And you, it, just really simple stuff like that. But as the game goes on, you build more buildings and the buildings are stickers off of cards that you draw from the deck. Okay. And when you peel the sticker off the card, there's a crate underneath of it. And the card, like, after you build the building off of it, the card is now a crate that you can open up to get more cards, like more buildings and more people to help you out. And when you take the sticker off, the sticker stays on one of the hexes on the board permanently. And it's like a new space your workers can go to. Okay. It's really cool. I actually like it. I think you guys would like to play it. Like, I think you guys would really like it if we got the chance to. It's 12 sessions long, and... You get different bonuses between the sessions. Like if you if you do pretty well in one game, you can get more stars and get more starting bonuses in the next part, and victory points. And like if you win one game, it's not near as much as just doing good overall in the game. So if you just keep winning over and over, it's not a guarantee that you'll win the entire campaign. And it it just seems pretty neat design so far. We've only made it through the first two sessions of it right now, but hmm. we've been trying that at work. We've been playing it. It's been working out pretty well. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I've heard of it. I've seen it before on, uh, I believe on Amazon. It was one of the recommended ones to me. Hmm. So. How much is it? Uh, I forget. The last time I saw it, it was like 35, 40 bucks. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I, I've told Rainy this before, but I've had a, I've had a dream with this game. I wanted to get it. I wanted to play through all 12 sessions and then put it on a bonfire I, and light it up and just have a nice, like, cookout party. Done. I'll buy it. I can, I mean, I'll buy it. I'm the one that, like, brought it up. And I'm the one that would. No, you can't buy it. I'm buying it first. I'm, oh, buying it I'm already on Amazon. Now we just have seven copies. Shit. I, I think you guys would like it, and it seems like we're we're doing all right with legacy games with Gloomhaven. So yeah, not yeah. R- not us, Scythe though. Yeah, not Scythe. Yeah, we did. We did. We it's, messed. We goofed. It's hard to get gunmen together with us too. Yeah, continue it yeah, is the thing. That's the problem. Yeah. Hi. Maybe next, uh, next weekend. Next weekend. We'll bust right. out the first Just session. every year. Every year. Another, <laughs> another 99 years later. Yeah. I'm pretty pumped about the weekend. Get I'm some concrete pumped. plans down soon. Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. Yeah. With a new job, uh, I'll actually be able to take more time off work. You too. will. Vacation time. Vacation time. Hey, I'm vacation one of those time. desk jockeys now. Ooh, desk jockeys. Really, the, the only one guy other with the thing that I have besides Gigan <laughs> that we haven't done it together is Monster Hunter World Iceborne oh. came out. Monster Hunter is one of my favorite game franchises of all time, as well, I guess Rainy knows. But I do. Uh, the it's a very Kyle 
game. Big, yes. Big monsters. Absolutely. My kind of game. It's like one of my favorite games I've ever played. And this expansion is great. They're adding back almost all the big classics from the uh, beginnings of the series. That was one of the big complaints when Monster Hunter World first came out. Was that the monster roster was a little small. There was maybe about 20 monsters, if that, in the whole game. And games before, there had been in like 60 to 70. And they're adding back a bunch of like the big heavyweight classes... Like the the big classic monsters from games past, and like I, I would I would name the names of the monsters. Nobody would know what I was talking about. But if you haven't got a chance to try out Monster Hunter World, I would definitely recommend it. There's probably a trial out there somewhere. I will warn you, it is a it is a slow start to that game, and it has a big learning curve. But it is a very rewarding game to play, in my opinion. I want you to start working on a pokey rap, but it's only Monster Hunter monster <gasps> names. I'll do it. That's what I want, and then at the next podcast we do a month from now, I want you to <laughs> do the not. entire rap. Oh my god, I am! I think I'd be up for that. Get on it. That's my challenge great. to you. I'm issuing it publicly. Uh, this is a uh, verbal contract. You work on that Monster Hunter Pokey rap, and you rap it. All right. You need to get one of those little tiny electric keyboards with the bad drum thing that they got. Or Ritter can just do it. The whole time you're rapping. Be different. Yeah. Depends on how many there are. There's uh, at least 60 to 70. Yeah, uh, I think I could probably squeeze out about 80. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> I mean, well, like going through the first 151 in the original Pokerap, it's not even that long. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's Rathalos, been that's Rathalos, been Rathalos, 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 and the pink Rathalos, and there's a black Rathalos and an orange Rathalos. It's just mm-hmm. that there it's actually is the like three different color variations of exactly. Rathalos. Rathalos, Rathalos, Rathalos. I already wrote half of it for you. <laughs> right, <laughs> gone. Rathalos, gluttonous. Uh, he's Persian already, he's already workshopping it. Might eradicate Kadabra, Weeping Bell, Oyster, Caterpie, Sandshrew, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Golem, Pikachu. Geodude. Yeah, get uh, get hype for that, listeners. <laughs> Next episode, I'm holding Kyle to it. He's gonna do that fucking rap. Better try out the trial while you can, so you don't know at least two of the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> Rathalos. <laughs> Google a list printed out, off as he writes them down, and if he doesn't get all of them in that rap, you let us know, and we'll kick him off the podcast. I'm not including the ones from Frontier. Sorry. What? It's only like a, only a China release, and I I can't play it. I'll never get a chance to play it. Mm, very well. And, I'll allow it. Yeah, I don't know what they are. I mean, I do know what like a lot of them are, but I haven't got the chance to play them. So. Chinese Rathalos, Chinese Rathalos. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. All right. <laughs> kind of segueing into me passing the ball to you, but like sharing the ball while Aww. we have it. You and I have been have watched uh, an awesome anime. Oh yeah. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, so we started watch. I started watching this. Uh, first, let me preamble this by saying uh, a majority of the shows we watched together started with me finding them, watching them, and going, hey, babe, did you hear about this show? It sounds cool. And then him joining me in watching it, and then me having to wait to continue watching it until he is able to watch it with me. <laughs> that is just how it is. But I saw a couple clips of this cute little anime called Carolyn Tuesday about these two girls singing songs together, being little songwriters, looked very nice. The music was beautiful, seemed very feel-goodsy, kind of like a warm anime. And I was like, yeah, it's on Netflix. The first season is. Second season's coming out, what, soon? Uh, I think it's already out in Japan. I think they're supposed to be coming out with it around November. Yeah, so I'm very excited about that. But it's only like 
what, like 12 episodes? It's a pretty short season, but yeah, about that. it's really sweet. It's just these two girls. One of them's a runaway from home. The other one's like an orphan who grew up in the streets and she's a little bit tougher and the other one's a little bit spoiled and they start living together and they start making songs together. But the twist is they live on Mars. Ooh, I like a, Mars. This mm. is a future world where Mars has been colonized and people just live on Mars like it's a normal place. And it's gotten to the point where AI writes 99% of the music and even sings a good majority of the music. So to write your own music is insanely rare and usually doesn't get very popular because AI writes all the music. They analyze all the greatest hits in history and they can pop out perfect hit after perfect hit. And then it's just the story of these two broke, sweet girls living on Mars, creating their own songs, trying to get big. So uh, what kind of Mars colony are we talking about? Are we talking about under the dome or is it no. terraformed? It's terraformed. They just breathe air. Now, are, yeah, there's, are, a whole are outside, there? there's a whole outside concert scene to where they're just standing out on like the red soil. Oh. And there's like this huge stadium that they're just performing under. Yeah, now, totally terraformed. Did, are they starting to produce Warlord Titans at this point? No. Like, Not yet. Is, is the great ring around Mars, the great shipyard... Is that been constructed? Has the emperor come? Oh, okay, <laughs> the one writing the songs is the dragon, though. They oh are- no, you gotta get that 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 uh, Katan. You gotta put it down underground, real deep. They are no working on electing it. the the next president, though. In a uh, president the of Mars. Yeah, they're working on you mean, electing you the next the, uh, president. You mean the um? Oh, what are they called? Shit. Okay, I lost it. All right, cool. The Rise of Belisarius Call. No, but it's very sweet. It's a very feel-good, warm anime. It's got a very pretty, um, like, style it's done in. It's very cute. There's no weird anime tropes. Definitely no over-sexualization at all. Like, it's just two sweet 17-year-old girls just trying their best to make it in the music industry. How about music, though? The music is fantastic. The artwork is wonderful. The music is wonderful. There's no stupid fan service. The characters are all incredibly solid. It is, without a doubt, my favorite anime I've seen so far. So you're saying that it is the complete polar opposite of Ava? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's warm and heartwarming. Kyle did straight up say, this is my favorite anime I've ever watched. If you don't count Avatar Last Airbender as an anime, it is my favorite anime I've ever seen. Okay. Yeah, so that really speaks volumes. Kyle has seen a lot of anime. I've seen a lot of animes, too. I would say, if it's not my favorite, it's very, very high up there. Like, it's probably tied with favorite uh, alongside probably, like, Demon Slayer, which is also a very solid anime. But Demon Slayer has some weird things in it, so honestly, Carolyn Tuesday might be my favorite as well. Mm. I love the music. There's a lot. Every song's original. And sometimes there's like three or four new songs an episode. Oh. And so every episode has at least one new original song in it. And they're all very fleshed out and beautiful. And they're all just really great. The plot is interesting. There's several main characters you follow. They're all very compelling. Like there's nothing about it that I would be like, man, I wish this was different. Like it's all really enjoyable and sweet. It's just got a very nice, gentle feel to it. There's not like, I don't know. There's just not all that nonsense that like i don't know it's hard to explain you know it feels like a warm blanket watching that show it's very comforting it is it is i'm very excited for season two also very it's very gay 
Love okay. it. <laughs> you know, you know, representation is a big thing for me. There's gay, there's different races, ethnicities. Androgyny has become like a very more commonly spread out thing. There are people okay. that are very gender ambiguous and that's just perfectly fine. They, like, there was a, a weird aside into that where they said something about the Martian climate might be causing that too. Oh, there's which one was character. an interesting little side bit. Yeah, there's one character that's androgynous. It's the mother of one of the characters, but in a they showed a... A picture of when the character was a child and the mother is obviously like just a regular dude dad. Yeah. And in the future, though, she's very androgynous. She goes by Dahlia. It's a she. She's mother and everything. And she's very androgynous. And one of the characters goes, yeah, I looked up some information on you and I know this, this and this about you. And also that your androgyny is caused by Martian climate. And they never mention it again. And 90% of... 90% 90% of the characters aren't androgynous, and they've lived on Mars, so I'm not very sure what they meant by that, but, I mean, she definitely goes by Dahlia and is like, I'm your mother, I maybe, love you. Maybe that's the one character that they're trying to do an Alex Jones thing. The Mars is making you genderless. I don't think so, <laughs> but I do know that it's very, it's a very nice future where, like I said, there are a lot of androgynous people, though, or very gender non-conforming people in it, different races. All the women look different, too. Like, it's not like the same printout, cutout yeah. of, like, sexy woman with small figure and wide eyes. Like, every, all the women are shaped very different and look very different, and all the men, of course, very much look different. It's very... Nice and diverse and very pleasing to look at. And it's really nice. Very good anime. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Don't do. Yeah, especially if you like listening to just nice, soft music and being like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, anime. Thanks, anime. This is good. This is good. If it helps to recommend you uh, you listeners out there watching all you Kevins out there. (laughs) Hell yeah. It was actually made by the same, or directed by the same guy that directed Cowboy Bebop. Oh, are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you open them? That was a good open volley. That, that's that's the Dan bait right there. I'm sorry. Uh, the same guy that made Space Dandy and Cowboy Bebop yeah. and Sham- oh, yeah, Samurai Champlain. Say, yep, Cowboy Bebop and Sham- Samurai Champlain. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, Dan bait. Yep. That's, you uh, that, that'll be bait for a lot of people out there. Hey. It's bait to actually get me to watch uh, Cowboy Bebop because I've actually never watched it yet. So it is the perfect. It has the perfect pilot. Like. The, the pilot episode because you know how the first episode of most play things are like a little, little weird it's it, it, it exactly shows you what this show is okay it is so good it i is can't wait to watch the best it if it's, first episode of anything i've ever seen if it holds up to any of the quality of carol on tuesday i'm definitely gonna like it god loves carol on tuesday i yeah. love carol on tuesday very good show i really enjoy i needed something to fill the golden girls by uh void and the golden girl, the, the blanche shaped hole in your heart. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Carol and Tuesday was very short as well, so I'm still out there looking. Hey, I like looking. short. Perfect runtime though, like short and sweet. Yeah, it's like a twenty. It's like a standard thirty minute show, except you know shorter. It's like twenty two minutes, I think, per episode, and it's only like twelve, thirteen episodes, so it's really easy to quickly breeze by. In fact, I we only it only took you three days to catch up, and that was just watching in the evening while we like ate dinner and chilled out together and everything. We watched the whole thing about a week, right? Yeah, yeah. I watched the whole thing in like two nights, I think, because oh. I binged it. But okay. I think I'm gonna force Big Boss to watch it. Be like, listen, we watched enough Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'll have to force. It. I think yeah. she will watch the first episode and also be like, I really like this because I cannot recommend it enough. It's a great show. Yeah, good show. What else Very have you beautiful. done? Um, you do have the podcast ball. Oh, geez. What else have I pressure. done? A lot of stuff this month, I guess. 
Um, I began and stopped playing in a Minecraft, a pirate themed Minecraft survival server. Oh, you decided to stop on it. I decided to stop today. Was, was the housing development the HOA the housing crisis? No. Um, so I joined this free pirate craft server because I just like to play Minecraft with other people. It was nice to chat, and I didn't really have any problems with it. I mean, you can attack and everything, but I made it pretty clear from the beginning. There's not a lot of people that play on it. Probably about twenty five to 30 like regular players and i've made it very clear the whole time i've been there for like what a month or so two months maybe yeah probably that i'm a very peaceful player i just like to mine and make pretty things and everything and nobody has really bothered me i got killed once by a player but i think they were like a newer player or something that was just like a frog or like just a jerk yeah but besides that i have not been bothered i mine and i hang out and that's really about all that i do well, uh, you claim your own land. You may you can make it look real nice and everything, but you can be sieged by other players. But it can only happen if you're in your house. They can siege it. They can come in, take what they want. You have to fight them off, etc., etc. Well, today, tragedy struck, bros. R.I.P. I've been having trouble in the game uh, with a player, but this wasn't the same player, surprisingly. I was in the mines, very far away from my house. When all of a sudden I just caught on fire and I was like, whoa, whoa, what? Did I accidentally step on something? What's happening? I turn around and it's this player in all diamond armor, like heftily buffed and it kills me. And I was like, well, that sucks. It sucks because I had spent real life money on the armor I was wearing. Oh. Like as a little treat to myself. Like I got some good armor and a good pickaxe and I spent $20 on like a special like rank up thing that gave me some in-game currency that I bought this with. And so uh, I get killed and I spawn back at my place and I'm rightfully like, dude, come on. Like what? And they're like, it's a survival server. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. But I mean, you've played on the server for a while. You know that I just like chill and don't do anything like, come on, man. Like, chill. we're all adults. We're just I was just trying to have a good time. I just like talking to other people. That's why I'm on a server with more people instead of just like my by my lonesome. It gives me more incentive to play because I get to chow people. And he's like, oh, I feel bad. Let me give you your stuff back since you said you spent real money on it. So I'm already at my house because I died and respawned. This motherfucker sieges me with two other people also in diamond armor and special buff ups. And they pretty much just wreck my house and steal all my stuff and just kill me over and over and over while I'm like just with nothing because i just died and lost all my stuff and i was just like all right well this isn't cool what's even the point of this like i don't have much going on why are you and they were just like because that's what we do (laughs) and they were being real douchey about it and everything and i was like all right if this is gonna be a continuous thing i think i'm done with this i got a new job anyways and I don't have a lot of time to do Minecraft and do other stuff, so I was kind of thinking of, like, faltering back on it a bit anyways, and this was kind of, like, the final nail in the coffin of, like, oh, people are going to start being douchey on this server. Are they, like, people did PvP, but from what I always saw, the past couple months I've been on it, it was, like, a structured PvP. Like, people would meet, and they'd fight each other, and there was, uh, like, a gentleman's agreement that whoever killed the other person gave the other person back their stuff. Yeah. Like, that's the majority of the PvP that's been going on. Especially since it is a server you could spend real money on. That a lot of people were like, alright, I will attack you. 
and you know I'll give you back your stuff. And I haven't really seen much sieging going on because I don't know. It's, like I said, I mean it's allowed. It's, it's always come off as kind of like douchey, but it's usually just people that actually are wanting to fight that siege each other. If I like, I get it's a point, and I can't like complain and be like that's fucked up. But it was pretty douchey the way they went about it, and I was just like, all right. I don't feel like restarting. I was already kind of like starting to flake out of it anyways. And the commitment of restarting everything that I've built up for like a month and a half wasn't worth it for me. So I was just like, okay, well, goodbye. I'm surprised it like wasn't more toxic or maybe I just am biased by just the, the, the thought of like, this is your typical Minecraft player. Listen to them yell at their mom for not buying them the right Mountain Dew flavors. No, yeah. I think the only reason it wasn't more toxic at the beginning is because it's a pretty old server. Like, like I said, I think at the beginning it had like hundreds of people. Like when it was made back in like 2014 or something. And now it has like 20 people regularly on it. So, oh, excuse me. I think that kind of like really cut down on the toxicity, but... Apparently, the person that, like, killed me is someone who has a history of scamming other players uh, and, like, being mean to other so players. Kind of like an edgelord. Yeah, because after he, like, stole all my stuff and killed me a bunch of times, he was like, give me $300, $320 in game currency and I'll give you all your stuff back. And I was like, first off, I know you're lying because you said that you felt bad and you were going to give me my stuff back before you sieged me. And everyone else in the chat was also like, dude, don't do it. He does this to people all the time. He'll steal all their stuff and be like, give me some money and I'll give it back. And then he never gives it to him because it's not a trading system. It's a like a. Yeah, you just throw it on the ground. Yeah. No. Well, the money you just transfer over and they can throw the stuff on the ground. Um, so it's all like, <sighs> oh, bless you. It really is just like, well, I hope when I give him this money, he throws my stuff on the ground kind of thing. So it really is an honor system with that. So. They were all like, listen, this guy does this all the time to people. Do not. Do not. And I was like, yeah, I wasn't going to anyways. This just sucks. Well, like I said, yeah, like I said, I was already one foot out the door. I have a lot of stuff that I have to catch up on that's not Minecraft related. And I was kind of reaching like a stagnant of what I wanted to do because I wasn't an attacking player. There's only so much like iron you can hoard before it's like... <laughs> Why am I still mining and what do I even need anymore? Why are these kids calling me Andrew Carnegie? Yeah. <laughs> but, that, was, uh, that joke was too smart for me. I have no idea what you're referring to. A steel baron from the 19 teens. You know, the Carnegie Music Hall, Carnegie Museum, the town Carnegie of Carnegie. Science. He's a big old he was a big old steel guy who felt bad that he had the Pinkertons gun down a bunch of his workers, so he started humanitarian things. He's still a piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck you, Andrew Carnegie. Oh, but your science oh. thing is pretty cool, but still fuck you. Hey, remember that one time you murdered people with Pinkertons? Yeah, I do. Fight you know, me, fuck Andrew the Carnegie. Pinkertons. Sorry, here's, here's your podcast ball back. I mean, that's that's really it for that part. I'm trying to think of what else I did, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was just a little bit of a shame. I really do just kind of like peacefully playing, but with other people around, and that was a good like outlet to kind of like hang out yeah. and like just kind of like casually pick flowers and. Sheer sheep and stuff. We could all get together and find a game like that. And but, get on and be peaceful. I'm really bad at playing multiplayer games, but it could be a thing. Yeah. We'll put that on the back burner. <laughs> Turn it to low. Let it sound. I don't know if you want to segue into the multiplayer game that we were all playing um, not 
but last week. Well, I was kind of trying we to can, think if I've done stuff anything. We play together. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to think of anything else I'd really done this past month. I feel like it's just been a lot of me just kind of like chilling around, like because I had that other job that was night shift, and now I have this new job that I'm trying to settle into. So on a four a.m. like not Minecraft, geez, Minecraft <laughs> and. Uh, <coughs> Well, Golden Girls. Oh my God. Yeah. A lot of Minecraft and Golden Girls. And now that those are both over, I'm mostly just catching up on uh, my YouTube. You know, I love Achievement Hunter and I watch a lot of that. They've been playing a lot of Trouble in Terrorist Town recently, which I love, 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 love. And I love to watch people play as well because it's a lot of fun. It's kind of like, uh, you know what that is. Yeah. You look I at always me like Prop Hunt more. Yeah. I like both of them personally. a lot. And I, they've been playing a lot of TTT, as they call it, uh, recently. And it's just really fun to watch them, especially when you know their roles. And like you could see where it says traitor at the bottom. And he's like, yo, bro, I'm totally innocent. Let's hang out together for the rest of the game. And then he like gives that little right. like, sly look like, ew, yeah. Why don't we go into this room together quietly? Mm. And then he said, right. <laughs> it's just fun to. As you do. It is fun to watch other people play. It's one of those games that makes really good Let's Play, which is why they're doing a lot of them, which benefits me because it's my favorite to watch. Yep. And then there's another new game out, and I wish I could remember the name of it right now. Hannah knows the name every time, but I instantly forget it. It's made by the same people that made Until Dawn. Ah, uh, Man of Dawn. Yeah. It's made yeah, by I the same the people. Yeah, I watched the playthrough of that. I've watched, uh, like... Is that Until Dawn on a boat? It yes. is. I think it's really interesting that it has a multiplayer feature built in like that. Yes. Oh, does it have that one where like everybody only sees what their character sees? No, but no, because uh, I mean, I guess oh. you could look away for use the same. No, I mean, screen. like I'm like like if you play online, like just online, online yes, you would yeah. only have yes, your episodes. Online, yes, but it has a couch co-op as well where you can like. It'll tell you when to pass the controller around for which player you are, like which character you are. And I think that's really interesting that you can do that kind of stuff. I think it's pretty fun. I loved Until Dawn. Like, I loved all the choices and the, the character stuff. I've never really been a fan of, like, quick time events, but that game had a lot more going on than that. So I was ready. I was able to, like, be like, okay, this is fine because it has all this other stuff going on. But I've been watching a playthrough of it. They just actually released a second part of it, and I haven't watched it yet because I haven't had time. So I am glad that I'm getting back to being able to watch that kind of stuff. But I'm really interested in that game. I The <sighs> the Scary Game Squad played it all the way through. Hmm. They did the... um. They, like, each had control of a character. Uh, supposedly, they were playing a, like, beta version. So... There were some wonky things where, like, they'd swear they did the quick time event correctly and it still wouldn't register. And that would be the one that just straight up killed their character. Ooh. And he's just out now. And you just know you're going to get a bad ending because a dude is dead. Yeah. So. I killed Chris in Until Dawn accidentally, but he died. How'd you kill him? I, I remember how they die more than I remember their names. Uh, nerdy guy with the glasses, quick time event where you're running from the Wendigo in the snow after going out with that old guy, and you have to, like, shoot the barrel. Oh. In the, you have to quickly go to, like, the thing. And I swear I was hitting it. Like, I swear I was. With but the flare gun? No, you just you just have, like, a regular gun. You gotta shoot. Oh, okay. You gotta shoot, like, the barrel and get back into the house where all the other people are waiting. And, uh... He died, and then the Wendigo threw his severed head through the window, and they were like, oh my god, 
God, it's Crash. And I was like, so, whoops. Uh, <laughs> how are these Wendigos swimming? What do you mean? Because the next one's on a boat. And there's oh. Wendigos. <laughs> I don't know are they, are they what water the goes? bad guy is. I have not gotten that far. Are they lizard people? They could be. Hey. Oh, man. They are lizard people? So the Man of Madon was a real ship. Yeah, full it's, of lizard it, people. It's a real thing that it was a boat that disappeared that was supposed to be carrying Manchurian gold. It's a real thing that happened in real history, and nobody knows what happened. All they know is one dude survived off of this boat, and they picked him up, and he said some crazy stuff happened, and everybody else on the boat died, Ooh. and he's just super nuts. Ooh. Water windigos then. Most likely. Water windigos. Maybe. Carrying That's that Mandalorian wild, gold stuff's going to happen to you. Thank you, Water Wendigos. Manchurian. Mandalorian. <laughs> I am the Mandalorian. No, I've been watching a lot of the YouTubes, though, the Ubitwists, and I'm really enjoying getting back into it. They've been releasing some really good content recently. Uh, Heave Ho is a new game that came yeah! out that yeah, we got to pick that. up. We got to buy that. We got to pick buy that, that up now. and play it. Uh, I really should. There's no excuse. My Switch yeah. is over there, though. We, we got to pick Probably that 14. up and uh, play it. it. I think it'll be a really fun party game for us to play together. The The antics will rise. Take my hand. Take my hand. Grab my hand. Grab my hand. Why didn't he grab my hand? <laughs> Stealing jokes from other people is the best way to get comedy. Ha please, ha ha. Please. Uh, I think... That's really all that I've had going on. Not a lot. Dan, what about you? I had a lot going on. It's been a month. A lot? It's been a month. So, I'll give you guys... This is a choose-your-own Dan's haps. So, do you guys want the good, the mediocre, or the bad? Which one do you guys want me to hit you with first? Uh, Let's build up to an excitement. So, hit us with the mediocre first. So, the mediocre. Alrighty. This requires a little bit of a backstory. So, I like space trucker games. And what I mean by space trucker games are like your Elite Dangerous. Uh, the game that really got me into it and was a, an informative game in my youth was this little game called Freelancer. Uh, it had an okay storyline, but the multiplayer was great. I remember our buddy uh, Richard Nixon would buy like a big old freighter, and then we'd all be fighters, and we would just fight off the pirates while he's doing his trades. Sometimes we would be the pirates, sometimes we'd be bounty hunters. It was a great game, really open, kind of, uh, especially in the multiplayer. The single player was a little more focused, but you could still go off and do missions and stuff. But it's just, you know, you have your spaceship, and it takes a while to get from point A to point B because space is big. It, it is. also had, um, it had like, in Cowboy Bebop, you know how there was those way gates between all the planets? Yeah. It had that. That's how you yeah, got from uh, you one do to your warp day. gates to your specific things, yeah. So, we started playing that for about five minutes one day, and I remember that we flew for like ten minutes straight, and I hadn't shot anything, and yep. I was getting real annoyed. It's a space trucker game. Because I was like, ready to <laughs> shoot something with my lasers, because I had eventually. lasers. It and takes a while. Like, we were just all sitting there flying through space like, yep, there's a lot of stars out here today. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what it is, though. And I love that kind of game. Just, you know, a nice, relaxing... Sometimes you want to jump into combat. Sometimes you got to sell, like, 2,000 pounds of consumer goods to this colony. <laughs> you ever heard of the board, uh, the board game Galaxy Trucker? I've heard of it, yeah. It makes me kind of want to pick it up now if you like uh, space trucker things. I love being a space trucker. So it's got, I'd rather shoot space lasers. You, you can, can shoot space lasers. I mean, But I want to be shooting space lasers, like... 70% of the time. Yeah, that's too many. You gotta, you gotta space out the space lasers. 
Uh, that, I mean, you can you can play it where you get into combat more quickly in that game, where it's just like, let me pick up this mission. Okay, go bounty hunt for a bit. I mean, you still well. got to fly for like 10 minutes to get there, but then you do your pew pew pews and fly 10 minutes back. Uh, I see. So, in 2012, the maker of Freelancer, um, a couple other the, those um, space trucker space sims, heavy space sims, I guess would be a good way to call it. He's launched a Kickstarter for a game called Star Citizen that was supposed to be this huge, super ambitious, living galaxy. All the players are either traders or pirates or or uh, freelancers, military. Um, How did it go? Well, we'll get there. Wow. Like I said, this is a story. I like to get to the end of the story. We'll get there. We'll get there. Are we there yet? No. We've got some time. Oh. Just, just sit back. Put on your shades. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> Enjoy these Dawson. Roll cameras. down the windows, man. Put on so, your shades. Put the put the hood back. <laughs> the hood. Yeah, that's what's the top. What? Of the, what's the top of the car called? <laughs> yeah, you put the hood. Put back. the top down. You gotta let top the engine. Put okay. the hood up while driving. It's fine. You, I mean, you can lean out. Just... <laughs> you need a sense of adventure, man. <laughs> you go more than five miles you're... an hour to just a. <laughs> Don't know where you're going. It makes it all the more exciting, man. Oh, unless you're in one of the ones where the hood goes backwards like a Jaguar or a Corvette or something. <laughs> but then it's just... Is there one that makes the hood go sideways? Uh, probably. I can't think of one Is there one that makes the hood go down and clip through the engine? And um, clips through the earth? Not, and then it causes the physics in the car to explode? No, but there is one where the entire car just flips upside down, and that's how you get to the engine. That seems impractical. Yeah, it's not real. I made it up. <laughs> oh. It seems really impractical, though. You know, I think there is a hoist that you can get that will grab the car and allow you to spin it, like, up 90 degrees. I'd seen one of those in an urban exploring video. These guys were in Detroit at this, like, uh, technical college, and they had a car on one of those. Yeah, you were able be- to, like, spin it with your hands. Yeah. Which is weird, because it's a 2,000-pound car. Bearings. I guess. Physics is weird, man. Yeah. Physics is weird. Thanks, physics. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Star Citizen, it, it it was one of the early Kickstarter games. It raised $200 million. It was super fucking ambitious, and all the space trucker nerds were all about it. $200 million? $200 million. What? Okay. <laughs> so now we get into the controversy of Star Citizen. So whenever the first gameplay came out of Star Citizen... Uh, maybe I should rewind just a little bit. So in the Kickstarter, you could pledge you know hundreds, thousands of dollars and get these in-game ships that are immaculately like detailed like these 3d models are models you would see in like movies and stuff like they're incredible you fact checking me over there no you got your fact check one of the the, uh you know i'm starting to wonder if i've heard of this actually you probably have on kotaku because there's 50 million i was looking it up and that was one of the things that popped up over 250 million has been raised so This is starting to sound a little yeah. familiar. Do continue your story. So uh, backers would have access to an in-game hangar where they could walk around their ships and stuff. And then that was the game Look for the years and years and years. That was what the game was. And people started going, this sounds like a scam. Yo, did you scam us? Uh-huh. And then um, I'm not sure when. It was probably in the last couple of years, an actual in-game, like, Star Citizen Alpha came out where you could fly ships around, and it was buggy and messy, but they kept working on it, and right. they kept working on it, and they kept working on it. Yep. So, 
I lost interest in this game around 2013-14. Um, Makes I initially sense. built my original gaming rig to play this game. That really? was the whole idea. I didn't idea. know you were so invested. Well, I was not invested you not know, money-wise, but... Yeah, yeah, but I built it with the idea of this game, this rig will play this game at some point in the oh future. Oh my goodness, so is we- this the start of your game nihilism for never for never pre-ordering games? <laughs> is this the cracking oh. of the code? Well, I, I don't know, because... I was stumbling on YouTube about a month and a half ago, and I come across this YouTuber called um, Morphologist. The guy is a um, architect working in Thailand who was doing these really neat walkthroughs of some of the more high-end ships, the ships in this game that cost 800 real-world U.S. dollars that do nothing other than look cool and have a couple gun slots. But he was doing the walkthroughs and like talking about design, and they were fascinating videos. Uh-huh. So I was like, let me check back in on the Star Citizen. So I look, and you get, like, the Entro Pack, because the game is still an alpha. Uh-huh. But the Entro Pack was $45, and you got a you got a ship, a starter ship, and just a little fighter. Nothing big that you could walk around on. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. So I did. It's an alpha game. Right. It's playable. And yep. if with a little polish, you could definitely release it and call it a full game. But uh, they also have a roadmap that they're working on. Is it like a 20-year roadmap? Uh, roadmap it's a couple, danger word. It's a couple-year roadmap. Because that's the thing that you hear in corporations mm-hmm. that's like, yeah, we've got a 10-year plan for this to happen. It's right around the corner, guys. 10 years. Another <sighs> 20 years. 30 years, you'll be dead. All right. Let's <laughs> it. My grandchildren are going to have a heck of a thing here. I'll tell you that much. My children's children will enjoy my Star Citizen account. But no, it's okay. Like, it's definitely make your own fun. A couple of the features straight up don't work for me. Like, there's a mode where you can just straight up jump into a dogfighting mode and try out the combat with yeah. AI. Have not got that to work yet. Hmm. Games in alpha. And then there's a mode for the first person shooter part, which, again, doesn't work. Uh, but, like, I, I got my ship. I, uh, I took a mission to take a crate of space goods from one point to another, and I spent 30 minutes just to have the crate fall through my ship and through the planet. Ah. Uh, and I was like, okay. That's weak. So I'm just going to set aside. I'm going to play it like I play Stellaris and just wait for the next update. Warning, if, if you are interested at all in getting Star Citizen, every update right now, all your money and all the ships you buy with in-game currency, not real-world bucks, will go away every oh update. They're going to oh. fix it. Like I said, this that game... That should have been something they already fixed. Eh, they should have. That's why I'm not too heavily invested in it right now. But it's okay. It's fun. So it, wait, did you kickstart this originally? No, I okay. bought in a couple weeks ago for like 45 bucks. Okay. Can I say, uh, I checked out their Twitter, the Star Citizen Twitter. And you know on Twitter where whenever you're on somebody's profile, it's like, follow these people that are associated with this profile. Nope. All right, old man Dan, whenever you're on a Twitter profile... It'll pop up a thing in the middle of scrolling down that's like who to follow, and it's people associated with the Twitter profile. One of them is the uh, creator of No Man's Sky. You know what? That's uh, also another game I touched briefly. I got and I returned, not because it was bad, but because uh, I just it was okay. It was it's gotten it, really it was, good. It now. was a good space trucker, but I I just I played it and I was like, this isn't the space trucker for me. Little too, yeah. little too crafty. Apparently, hmm. it's gotten good now, but 
We all know the disastrous beginnings of No Man's Sky. And if someone who was involved with the disastrous beginnings of that is involved with Star Citizen, I can see where it could also have a disastrous long, long beginning. Well, right now, if they would polish it, they could it would be fine it'd be like yes this is a this is a, a good space trucker game mm-hmm. and they have a lot of neat tech like uh one of the planets like a huge planet in that game is an entire city planet and it's not like they're copy pasting the same buildings i mean of course they are but like you don't notice it you don't notice like if you're looking at like a, a carpet with a pattern you notice how you see the pattern you don't see that with this planet it is nuts hmm. and like they're they're doing things that's good. It, it's it's happening. It's go, just going slow. Mm. But that was the meh portion of my of my haps. Now, I do you feel... want the bad or you want the good? Well, no, good enough. What's up? Yeah. I was going to say that I feel like you could really lead into and probably do an entire podcast solely on weird shenanigans with Kickstarter. Yeah, man, absolutely. Have I ever mentioned some of the most popular scam kickstarters on Tumblr ever? They what? Like wait, they're they have a Tumblr set up for the Kickstarter. There have been kickstarters that started on Tumblr, usually from an inside joke on Tumblr that someone was like, "I'm gonna make this into a thing." They've raised millions, and all of a sudden deleted the Kickstarter and the Tumblr, and nobody's ever heard from them again. Yeah, that like, because there's no, I feel like they have to make some kind of accountability. I feel like there's like full regulations and laws that are built into Kickstarter now because of people pulling crazy shenanigans, particularly with games. Not to go on a segue, but this is a good time. There are a few incredibly popular ones. One of them started, I wish I remember the name of it, but it was like, I think it was Miss Officer and Bear or something like that. And it started on Tumblr. Someone posted a picture of like a police officer, a cute little woman police officer looking at a bear cub like all you and someone drew fan art of it because that's just how Tumblr is. And somebody went, I'm going to make a whole animated show out of this. Here's my art. And because it was such a popular post, tons of people donated to this Kickstarter for this person to make this. This person suddenly started, the money started disappearing and things got weird and all of a sudden everything was deleted and nobody ever got their money back. Uh Same thing happened with Someone made a joke about how they should make a sitcom about two roommates. One of them is pansexual, one of them is asexual, and you could call it All or Nothing. And it'd be like a fun little sitcom, and someone was like, I'll make this, here's my Kickstarter for my animated thing. And once again, same exact thing happened. And then somebody else was like, I'm going to make a Queer Eye, but lesbians instead. Uh, here are the lesbians that will be part of this. You know what Queer Eye is. Hannah talks about it all the time. I'd be surprised. No, I I exactly know what you're talking about, but my mind instantly went to how, what would it do? It'd be, uh, it'd be the same exact thing, except lesbians helping out, like, straight women, just like the gay guys help out straight men. Except now they help out other people, too, but it started out as Queer Eye for the straight guy, and it was gonna be like, butch gal for the straight pal or something stupid like that Uh, well someone started a kickstarter and they raised a whole bunch of money from tumblr idiots that were like lesbians take my money and totally scammed them (laughs) right that'd be great out of context i'm gonna start a kickstarter for this it just okay. scammed no, them and took done. all their money and disappeared. And obviously, 
And most people with any common sense could look at that and go, you're not allowed to do that. You can't just well, rework I mean, Queer Eye without a lot of like legal things and a lot of other stuff going on. And also, like, how are you going to produce a show? You're just some random person off Tumblr. You don't know how to do all that. It was just some random, like, person that was like i'm gonna do this and it was right. like mm, you but, don't have any you're hmm. not showing any facts of how you're gonna do this or any kind of budgeting you're just saying here's some lesbians i know that could do this but should they be blamed for doing such a thing is what they're doing illegal or is it just fools that's fraud though like the how fools much are of it is fraud well, they never the- had it, either they never had any intention of actually making this show or they had it at the beginning without any kind of concept of how much work it would actually be, decided against it, and instead of giving the money back to people who thought they were donating for a specific thing, just kept the money to themselves and shut it all off and didn't do anything. I mean, it's definitely mm. fraud because that couple got in trouble um, recently for the homeless person Kickstarter. I don't you, know what that is. Did you not hear? Well, okay. this couple... Um, this fucking couple. Well, it was this <laughs> white suburban couple. This white fucking suburban couple. The girl needed like ga- like ran out of gas and got stranded, and some poor homeless guy who had like no money gave her his last twenty dollars for her to get gas. Super nice homeless dude. Super chill. Well, right. she started a Kickstarter that was like, let's give back to this homeless guy. It raised like a million or so dollars and the couple kept it all for themselves and the homeless guy is like in the process of suing and they have to like they're getting in trouble for fraud and they're like they i think they have to pay it all back because they spend most of it already on like vacations and nice car and all this stuff and didn't give the guy like anything if barely anything and that is definitely fraud that's stealing from people when Mm -hmm. you think you're donating or giving money for a certain thing and in reality you do not receive that thing or that thing is not followed through that is fraud i guess so it just mm. i mean like there's a legal definition of fraud i would Mm -hmm. pull it up right now but i don't feel like it (laughs) but like if if you're giving somebody money it's 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 like consumer protection like Mm -hmm. you got to be protected like i don't know I guess so. I, I imagine what it'll eventually come down to is it's got to hit a dollar amount. Because, like, if you see, let's put it a complete fictional scenario, there is a dude on the side of the street and he's like, hey, can you give me 20 bucks? I want 20 bucks. I need it. And you're like, all right, fine, here's 20 bucks. And the dude immediately, like, takes out a lighter and lights it on fire and just poofs it into nothing. You can't be like, what the heck, give me my no, 20 bucks back. The, you weren't promised any goods or services in exchange for that. Okay, so there has to be, he has to outline. Yeah, so, like, mm-hmm. if, if you back a, a game and the game's like, this right. is going to be a game That's about growing pineapples, it's a pineapple plantation simulator, and you're like, okay, I like pineapples, here's 20 bucks, and then they're like, okay, cool. And then they, they either take that money and run or, like, funnel into a different project. Uh, you, you got Which some grounds there. They do funnel it into other projects. That's happened before. I forget what did it happen with Toby Fox maybe or something. He like, I feel like it wasn't him. I feel like that's definitely wrong. Is that the Tobuscus that's the Undertale guy? guy. Yeah, Toby oh. Fox Undertale is Undertale. Guy. I don't think it was the Undertale guy. It might have actually been the Homestuck guy raised money for a Homestuck game or something, and uh, the people who were running that took all that money and funneled it to something else, and it wasn't even his fault. Like whoever it was, he was the creator of an indie thing, started raising money to create something with a company. The company instead took all those funds and funneled it into something else and he had no control over it and all those people lost their money and instead ended up 
acts like by association funding something that they had no interest in and didn't know existed and that game never got made because of that and it was like a whole thing and that guy lost out on like all of his planning and all that shit that's shady it is very shady and like i said the creator the indie creator had nothing to do with it like he was like i'm heartbroken i don't know what happened and for some reason i think it was homestuck but i could be very wrong if you guys know what i'm talking about out there i don't know email me i'll do a correction (laughs) correction course yeah correction (laughs) apology video i have uh, Um, approximate knowledge of many things Guys, this is the hardest video I ever had to make. I'm gonna, I'm gonna step away from YouTube. Oh, we already did that joke. We did. That, we that did was already. a callback, is what you refer uh, yeah. to that as. All right, uh, I'm done what with my segue of, your, of your section. Okay, you guys yeah. want the bad? Take well, your I know on a high note because I got a lot of, a lot of good. But I got one bad. So I was on Steam, and you know what time period doesn't really have a lot of representation in RPGs? 500 Ooh. BC. Yeah, that's got that's got some. That's got some. Name one game. Uh, Clash Titan. No, not Clash oh. Titans. Um, <laughs> You're Titan off by Quest. about nine nine thousand years there. Titan Quest. <laughs> okay, but um, colonialism, like you know, sixteen or you know, fourteen ninety, yeah, 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 That was hard to say. Okay, so I was on Steam and I saw this game called Greedfall. I was just about to say, what about Greedfall? And yeah, I saw Greedfall, and it promised me high fantasy adventures in a Bioware esque RPG, where you are, you know, your cousin's the governor of this new island, which is not America. And in not America, you are your cousin's like main diplomat, and you gotta, you know, interact with all these factions, and you gotta like manage which ones trust you, which ones don't. And what you get is a very flat, very Euro jank. And the, the janky in the way that European games are. Ah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it other than calling it I thought it, it was a bejeweled clone. No. <laughs> yeah. So you got all your pieces. Then like, oh, dang, it's attacks. Tetris again. So this game falls flat in a lot of areas. How so? so? Okay. So... They have a small cast of voice actors, which is fine. You can do a lot with a small cast of voice actors. Yeah, but like Oblivion. Not, I was going to say, Oblivion is the example of what not to do, and they didn't exactly br- Oblivion. Yeah. So you're you're walking through in the, on this new continent on the not not First Nationers, not Native Americans. They're there, and you walk in one of their villages, and it's a fucking British guy trying to do like a Native American accent, and you're like, Ooh. oh boy. Oh boy, this is not good. Uh, the same voice actors, the same models in game. Like maybe there's a staple of ten face models. Mm. So also oblivion. Also oblivion, which you know normally wouldn't be a problem, but it's super distracting whenever this game focuses on like player choice and how they interact with all these different people. Mm. <sighs> Story's interesting. Story. You know, you're playing, there's basically the old country gets broken up into three different factions. You got the Bridge Alliance, which are basically the Islamic Caliphates, your Moors in Spain. They're like the beacon of science. Um, there is, I forget what they're called off the top of my head, but they're basically the uh, the um, Counter-Reformation. They're super, super, super religious, and they're basically most of Europe, you know, 
under under Catholicism at that time. Oh. And then you are like basically Venice. You're Venice. You're like this trading com- country that's like, you know, trying to keep the peace between the two warring factions. I see. And then you have all the natives, which are just lumped together because, you know, we couldn't differentiate different tribes or different clans. Come on, game. Get your game together. But that, that part's all interesting. You know, you're, you're playing your diplomat. You're doing diplomatical things. It's, it's fine. It's right. not interesting. But the quests, the quests are terrible. I will give you an example of a quest okay. I had to do. This is the raid. That took me Here 20 minutes. All right. All right. You get to, you get to New Celine, which is like the name of your, your country's main colony, your first colony in this, in this new country, right? Okay. All righty. The mercenaries that you hire, to protect your your interest in this new colonial land, they yep. got a problem. No, a, a, a one of the recruits are found dead, and you got to figure out what happened. Who done it? All right, here's how you figure out who done it. Go to this big, uninspiring building that all the holes look exactly the same, right? And all has the same assets. Yep. You gotta talk to the lieutenant of the first legion. Talk to the lieutenant of third legion. Talk to the lieutenant of the fourth legion. Go back to the first legion. <laughs> Go back to the third legion. Talk to the doctor. Examine the body. Talk to another sergeant. Talk to another sergeant. Talk to the quartermaster. And then it doesn't resolve because you gotta do the quest somewhere else. Oh. It was just running around this fucking building for fucking 20 <laughs> minutes. It was uh, literally the lowest point I had in any game in a really long time. I'm like, geez, th- you could have gone really with- funny. You know, it's interesting <sighs> that you say that because I'm I'm looking up reviews of Greedfall as you're as you're saying stuff about it, and like one of the first articles that popped up was saying that Greedfall is the RPG that shows exactly what happens when you get rid of fetch quests and let the story shine. No, this is, oh, this no. article is like gleaming on them for getting rid of all the fetch quests in the game and making all the quests like story based so it was, was story based i didn't fetch a single item was i just the, talked to all the different you guards had to fetch so much dialogue though <laughs> i had to literally talk to these five or six guys three times each so the dialogue wasn't even great at all that was okay and you get options but like you gotta just keep running around this bland building hmm. and it was just a terrible 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 quest like there was another quest that was pretty fine like one of the natives wants to open up like a trading post in your colony. And okay, let's talk to him. Oh no, he's having some trouble. Apparently he needs to get a permit. So walk over to the palace, talk to the consul, and he's like, I don't know what I can do. And you're like, dude, you realize who I am. Just fucking do it. And he's like, yes, your majesty, I will do it right away. And then, you know, he does it. And then, oh no, the mercenaries took his his brother who came into town to uh, give him some goods. And now you got to fight in the fighting pits and free his brother. That was an interesting quest. That it was hilarious. fun. Hmm. Not talking to this guy and then go talk to that guy and then go talk to that guy. The game also has a disguise system. I'm going to use big air quotes because all you got to do is wear that faction shirt. Doesn't matter what else you're wearing or what else your party members are wearing. And you can just walk in and do whatever you want. Like, you can skip half the game by just, you know, making sure you have everybody's clothes in your inventory. Hmm. Like, it's just, it so, has a lot of good ideas, it just fails on every single one of them. Truly the most powerful class to be, the tailor. Basically! <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it has a lot of interesting things. Like, for instance, the the sailors are an entire faction called the Knots, and they all use weird, like, sea magic. Ooh. Oh. It, it's, it's cool, they all have, like, 
um, Samoan face tattoos. Of course, they don't use Samoan voice actors. They're just British guys. You mean like the cookies? No, like the people from the the, the, the islands. Bro. Bro. The islands. Ooh. No jokes. I just can't Ooh. make any jokes. Nobody I got a sandbag. I'm going to file that away jokes. in the nope. super white guy Ritter folder. <laughs> now, I have gotten into very lengthy discussions about my rage of not using the same voice actor. Like, uh, Unless Kubo. they're good. Kubo is a good example. Kubo. A story about a bunch of Asian kids and people. The main character is a little Asian boy. Has a his voice actor is this little white ginger Irish kid playing an Asian little <sighs> boy, and I'm like, that's not okay. I'm gonna give this game some credit though because it it feels like a game that used every dollar of its tiny budget, and it looks okay. And they the, tried the character. Animation is okay. The, the 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 armor and stuff looks super cool because it's all like, you know, like sixteen hundred wear. You got your tricorn hats. You got capes. But like, it's just it's is it a disappointment. Accurate, like, well, it's fantasy, so it's it not. Is. Well, yeah, accurate. you said magic, so yeah. it it plays like um, yeah, I know what you mean. It when plays you're like saying. uh, The Witcher. Okay, but right. bad. Oh, Matt, you know how The Witcher has really good like animations. Oh, yeah, this doesn't. Oh. It it kind of does a Bloodborne thing too, where you do have a There's offhand a rally weapons. System? Oh, okay. For stuns, you can stun with a pistol. Ah, neat. But again, it falls short. So I'm just gonna put it on the back burner, maybe touch it after a couple patches, because I did buy it as soon as it come came out, hmm. and maybe some of the you animations. Broke your rule. I did break my rule, but I was like, I was promised, I was promised Mass Effects in 1640 how could you be faulted? and i was given mass effect in 1640 but made by a bunch of like you know made by bethesda not made by <laughs> yeah made by bethesda that's a good that's such a good oh uh, but that's my bad you know buy it at your own risk i would definitely buy it if it was on sale uh, i see like it's it's a uh oh this game's 15 bucks i'll buy it kind of game fair mm. neat uh, but yeah, that was the bad. Cool. Now time for the good. Yeah. You guys ready for the good? Yeah. I'll give you guys the good. All right. So right now, all you people out there who own a Switch, just look at your Switch. Be like, that's a Nintendo Switch I got. You're going to open up the, that game store, right? You're going to type in Sayonara Wild Hearts, and you're going to buy it. It's 13 bucks. It'll take you an hour to beat the first time. You're welcome. Now I'm going to put a couple caveats on that now. So, if you like to basically play an interactive music video to a really awesome synthy poppy album that has like these bright, vibrant like visuals, uh, yeah, it it's the game for you. It's very neon. It's, it's very, very colorful. Neon. It's very stylish. It's so stylish. Do you like Persona? Do you like JoJo? This is the game for you. I don't know if I'd go that far. No, mm. there's masks. There's Arcana. You're the fool. You're the you fool, are the fool the, when you, you start out, but that a Persona game does not make. Uh, but you're a fool. You're you always you're always the fool of Arcana. Yeah, always, but it's not like it doesn't have Persona mechanics. It doesn't have Persona mechanics. But if it's you're, got Arcana. if you like the if you like the stylings of Persona, yeah. If you like the stylish gameplay and the idea of throwing in tarot, because why not? It's a thing that it's, exists. It's a cool thing. It's not a this terrible game, thing. This game's a lot of different games. Hero, it's it's cool Sunset thing. Overdrive. It's <laughs> not Sunset Overdrive. What's the drifting kart game? Uh, distance. Yeah, Distance. It's it's Geometry Thumper. Wars. 
It's Thumper. Yeah. It's a what lot a, of Thumper. What button do you hit to any, respond? Any button. So there is not a specific you have to hit this or this. It's any button. I usually it's, hit A. It's very simple, then. Yep. It's simple. It's if you fun. can keep a rhythm, you can do. Uh, the bosses are great. The story's so good. The story is so sweet at the end. Yeah. I got feels from the story. I see and, you. And you're thinking, why does this rhythm game have a story? Because because your heartbreak was so strong that the Arcana were like, yo, yo, that 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 lady's going to save us with her immense heartbreak. And you resolve your heartbreak. It's so good. It's yep. great. It's it's my game of the year. Game of the year. It's my game of the year. It is the Dang. best game I played all year. I've been hearing of games that do sort of like cathartic things like Celeste. Yeah. Are you familiar with that? I'm That's, familiar. I, I yeah. have Celeste. I played a Celeste or two. Quite yeah. well. I've been wanting to play that one, actually. I have seen. It looks like a fun. It's like a Meat Boy sort of kind of, you yeah. know. But um, the, the story is really what's driving it, is the fact that you are working towards a resolution of something difficult in your life. It, it's, it's meant to personify some struggle. The struggle being the mountain and you're overcoming the mountain and all that stuff or whatever. All that happy therapy stuff. Like green. Yep. Yeah. That, that's that's a good way to describe um, Sayonara. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> as soon as I was done, I was like, let me hit up that Spotify. I got to get some use that album. Yep. And I did. And I don't regret it. I played a game that's anti-therapy. Oh. Is I it play- called Greedfall? No, I don't know what it's called. It's just one of those weird free indie games online, but it, like, puts you down. Every time you fuck up, it, like, psychologically puts you down and makes you feel like worm dirt. Because when you fuck up in (laughs) Sayonara, it's like, hey, we understand this game is hard. We can skip you ahead. And you get the option of, please, that'd be nice, or no, thank you this time, or never ask me this again, which is the right answer. Hmm. Nah, like, if you fuck up in this game, it's like, you are disgusting dirt worm. You've disappointed your master. And it's like, oh. Master? Is, yeah, the, is, this, a, is this a new grounds game in the, the game adult The game narrator section? is like, I'm your master. You do what I tell you to do. Mm. And then it makes you feel like like shit. I, would I just played through it once. Purposely not play it well. I'd be like, "Fuck you, guy." Oh, every time you fuck up, it gets worse and worse the way he talks to you and everything. Like I, I played a little bit of it once just out of curiosity because I saw it on Tumblr and I was like, oh, "I'll see what this is about." And it was like, "Are you a girl or a boy?" I was like, "I guess I'm a girl." And it was like, "Wrong. You're a boy because I said you are." And also, you're dirt. And I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> this must appeal to someone i guess i guess it must but i was like oh okay (laughs) well then yeah i got i got a couple more goods yeah Uh, i'll I'll rapid fire goods rapid fire goods pew 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 so when i bought my graphics card i got a couple free games i got the new wolfenstein which i haven't even bothered even looking at yet but i also got control you guys Uh, hear about that control yeah nope all right so have any of you played a the Alan, the Alan Wake. I've nope. seen anything about the Alan Wake. Familiar. Nope. So it's a third-person shooter, primarily. But in Alan Wake, you are an author, your wife goes missing. It's very, 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 uh, what's the guy's name? Stephen King. It's very Stephen King. You're set in New England, you're trying to write a book, and your wife goes missing. And you get attacked by a whole bunch of, like, spooky shadow monsters that you gotta use a flashlight and flares and shoot. But the, the, the Just like Stephen King's life. Just like Stephen King's life. Yeah. But the Heck of a life that man. The the real draw with this game is all the insulary, like little manifesto pages you find, all the little tidbits, the story. It's really good. Control does that, 
but whereas Alan Wake is a Stephen King book, Control is like the X-Files are weird. It's so weird. It's so good. So, you walk into this government agency, the Agency of Control, and it's in this interdimensional entity called the Oldest House. And, like, the primary gameplay is, like, these enemies called the Hiss, which are all the old, all the agents in this agency who were taken over by this thing called the Hiss. They attack you, you know, you got your troopers, you got, like, explodey boys, shotgun boys, rocket launcher boys. And it's a really fun, really solid third person shooter with some of the best, um, telekinetic abilities since, like, Star Wars Force Unleashed. Hmm. It's so good. It flows really well, but fuck all of that. All that doesn't matter. You know what matters? Walking around and backtracking and opening up doors that you couldn't get to to find dry-ass interdepartmental memos. They are so good. It's it's insane. They, like, build this world so well. Hmm. So you read one about, like, this floppy disk that the Russians used to uh, launch the nuclear codes and it manifested itself as this object of power. And it's like, yeah, we realized that... When we possess this disc, we could have telekinetic powers and we could launch like pencils. And that's why we're not allowed pencils anymore in our department. And like, you just find things and like, oh fuck, that's that rubber ducky I read about. Shit. Better stay away from that. Oh, it's like SCP stuff. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It sounds a lot like an SCP game. Secure, okay. contain, protect. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's the, it's the yeah, stupid things. Yeah, the SCP files. I love reading through that. I've read through hundreds of How those. have I missed this? Because everybody says that in relation to this game, and I don't know what that is. Well, yeah, SCP is just a collection of thousands of different case files of fake, like, things like that. Like, oh, SCP item 718 is a that's vending exactly machine that spits out random things, and it can spit out anything. One time it spit out a cup of blood. One time it spit out a cup of flesh. One time Where do it you find out- these at? There's a There's- website that literally just has them all free, like in a case file oh. kind of thing. And like I said, I've read hundreds of them, and some of the them are hole. super extensive. And There's then one of them thousands. is just like... Some dude named Greg that just keeps randomly appearing in their hall. And he's like, hey, guys, how did I get here? And they're like, Greg. And he's like, he just accidentally (laughs) wanders in. One time he just accidentally wandered into the most secure foundation they have that's like 20 miles underwater. And he's like, oh, hey, guys. And they're like, Greg, how did you get here? Like, it's just like random shit like that. It's a lot of interdimensional stuff. There's one super extensive one with a mirror that turns different colors. And when you go through, it leads you to a certain different dimension. And the world building that is, is just unbelievable. This game this game is that. Yeah, yeah. That's what this and game that's is. just one file I'm surprised out of thousands. you didn't know. Alan Wake is a file in this game. You find Alan Wake's thermos. Oh. And, uh... Oh, it's so good. There's so one good. that's a weeping angel, basically. It's this weird little stupid creepy doll that they got to lock in a room. And it has to have some kind of trained oh, monitors yeah. on it. Cause otherwise, it'll follow you ones. and break your neck. Yeah, it's like mm. a, it's like it's made out of like concrete and rubber and they don't know how it exists but if someone's not looking at it at all the time and it has a very interesting system and like this is a whole organization like i said there's thousands and um they will kidnap and use prisoners on death row or that have done unforgivable crimes as basically their guinea pigs like they make 
three prisoners stand in the room with this like creature and stare at it at all times and they have to call out when they're going to blink that way everyone at least one person's always keeping eye contact or like there's this weird monster they'll send like a prisoner in to test it there's one scp that is just a doorway in the middle of a random building that leads to a staircase that never ends and it continuously goes down and there's several documented files within that where they have sent like a prisoner down and been like go as far as you can and keep us like updated with the recorder and they never return there's a point where it always cuts out so is this like a thing somebody writes or is this like a collective internet thing i think it's a collective internet thing thing, but you have to like get it screened and passed through nobody can just put one in and be like i did this like it has to be screened and passed through a collection of mods that is their quality this game is that but with a really good third person shooter Mm. Hmm. No, I can't recommend SCP enough. If you're ever looking for something to just like read, like and keep you awake best. at night, <laughs> not all of them are scary either. Like I said, some of them some are, are just goofy, straight up some weird. Some are just interesting. I like weird. More scary game squad for you to go look up as they played. There's like two SCP games. There are a couple SCP games. They are horror games though. They have uh, yeah, intent- they're terrifying. They intentionally chose like the scary ones. Yeah, but there's a lot of just weird ones. And like I said, the world building they do is like. So unbelievably creative, you can't even wrap your head around it. Like, it's insane. That's just exactly what this game is. One is just a a square area somewhere in the world that if you step in it, it gives you infinite knowledge about one random thing. And you never know what it's going to be. So they're scared to send scientists in because one went in and lost his mind. The other one went in and had the phone book of Philadelphia 100% memorized. (laughs) Like, it's just like if you step into the square, you get perfect knowledge of one thing and it could be anything like i said one guy just went crazy and lost his mind and killed himself instantly Hmm. and then one guy's like now i know everything about um the goonies Hmm. everything everything about it that i could possibly know i know it and it's just like stuff like that Huh. It's all super enjoyable. I, I will definitely like I, check that out. I've read through so many. They're it's all like, so good. I keep hearing that in reference with this. I've never... I, 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 I didn't know. I wish I wouldn't know. That's like right up my alley. Oh, I, I mean, it's, it's never too It's conspiracy theory, Twilight Zone. I love conspiracy theory, Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. Very, like, it's just a collection of thousands of case files mm-hmm. of like these fully fleshed out like fake documentation of these things. That's that's just what you find as a reward for exploration. Hell yeah! Sometimes this game does uh, it does um, full motion video really well too, because you'll periodically find uh, videos from the head scientist, Doctor Darling, like explaining, like chipperly explaining. Well, if you stick your finger in here, you'll die. Right. It's great. It's great. Go out, buy it. It was a sleeper hit. This really started me into liking the idea of going into a game completely cold and completely blind, because that's that's what I did. You I didn't know. Though. I just got it for free, and I was like, it's for free, so done. That is true. But yeah, that was Control. Um, I'm having a really good run in Stellaris right now. I'm playing a... Uh, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the bit. It's no. fine. But uh, I'm playing a uh, a space... Uh, democracy we're 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 very very xenophilic we're 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 real materialists and and you know we're that means you're cool aliens. with aliens we're cool with all the aliens right. and okay. right now i'm slowly going doing ideological wars with all the uh the rest of the galaxy to get them to be you know uh xenophiles and 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 embrace democracy before 
before the Tyranid attack or whatever my end time and end so game you're crisis is. Really trying to paragon this out and like get galaxy peace. Yeah, and this is the best run I've had so far. Like normally, I'm at year 400, which probably equates to five or six hours into this game. Hmm. And yeah, I'm in a really good position. Like there's only a couple more. Um, now, can you save scum that game? I you can, but I always play Iron Iron Man mode to where oh, okay. if I if I screw up a run, that's it. It saves every couple minutes, and it saves when you you, you exit. Okay, yeah, that's what I wondered. Is many like- a run ended with me going. I'm going to try to take on one of the fallen empires because my ship my fleet power is greater than theirs. I got I got a couple hundred thousand fleet power. Oh, oh, they have better technology than me. Crap, I'm dead. Oh. Or, hey, you know what? The, the Tyranid are coming. I think I'm going to, I'm going to head them off and, and attack their vanguard before they get here. And then I'm just going to, I'm going to be the hero. Oh, they ate me. They ate all my planets. Right. All the Tyranids. You actually only helped them. Congratulations. I did. I gave them more planets. But yeah, yeah. You've been playing any Stellaris, Kyle? No, I got about to the point to where you discovered all the dudes around the galaxy. Like, you expanded as far as you could before you hit your neighbors, and the you game discovered re- everybody. And I played for about maybe about a couple more in-game hours past that, and I never did pick back up again. The game does have a problem with uh, that middle game after you the, the galaxy's pretty flushed out, unless you have a really interesting galaxy where there's a lot of war happening, a lot of different, like, xenophiles and xenophobes and religious versus um, materialists and, you know, authoritarians. Yeah, if you have an interesting galaxy, then it kind of boosts you over that mid-game hump. Or if you have a headcanon like me where I'm going to be like, democracy for everyone! Hmm. You know. Yeah, I kind of just spent uh, quite a few hours after that just hoarding resources and building, like, huge defenses on the border of the, the my neighbors that hate me. And just exploring through the the part of the galaxy of my neighbors that like me. Yeah. The, the turtle dudes on my right are, like, really good with me, so I'm just, like, going through and seeing what they got. And then the angry monkey dudes on my left are like, don't cover us, we're closing our borders. And I'm like, all right, I'll just build a massive space station on the only point you can get into my space. And- <laughs> oh, you want to come at, want to come for the crown? Yeah. yeah. So I just kind of started doing that, and I just started doing other things after a while. I don't know why I broke off. It's it. easy to fall out of a game of Stellaris, too. Yeah. But this is this might be the first game in 500 hours that I played that I'll actually see all the way through. Hmm. Hmm. It's yeah. I, it's just a good galaxy spawn. There was only one Marauder Empire and one Fallen Empire, and right now, um, power level they're just a, they have a bigger fleet than me, but we're pretty much on even footing economically and technological. Hmm. So, I think that's what I focused on more. In my run was economics. Yeah. And- Mostly technology. I've been in, in the lead in economic oh, like stuff technology. the entire time. But <laughs> military might is a little lacking on my side, so I'm afraid somebody's going to attack, and I'm just going to be like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, you really need to like start pumping out alloys if you want to go military. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just like, uh, I can Very Jolnar. A- Very just sitting with all your techs. Yeah. yeah. Can't You can't do... Uh, actually, I did play a game where I was a Hakan. Where I was, because I have the Megacorp expansion, hmm. so I make them a Megacorp of free traders. Right. So I go out and try to trade and buy fleets. That should be your next bit, is just get all the 17 races out of Twilight Imperium, shuffle them around, and be like, well, I'm these people for you this game. There is probably, somebody's probably modded a, uh, modded, modded Stellaris to be Twilight Imperium. Hmm. Like, there's a couple 40k ones that are terrible. Uh, there's well. a really good Star Trek one that I haven't touched yet. 
Yeah, that I Richard Nixon that. keeps going, yo, you gotta play that Star Trek. And I'm like, you right, you right. Let yeah. me just play vanilla some more. He's way into the Star Trek. But, uh, yeah. Oh, Space Engineers. I did play a little bit of Space Engineers. Might have heard of that. Um, it's kind of, uh, if, if, uh, if, um, Minecraft and, uh, uh, Kerbal had a baby. Ah, uh, okay. Um, it'd be, it'd be Space Engineers. What was that one that we, like, it was really pushing hard for to try and get us to play that was also pretty much just Space Minecraft? Oh, that one was bad, though. I didn't realize. It's like, Barony? Is that it? No, that might have been I don't else. remember. I played it once. I built a ship, and I was like, this is bad. Eh. I'm not going to play this. Because eh. you had, like, crew compartments and, like, the, all the ship components, and you had to throw it together to make a ship, but... I feel like I didn't get to shoot enough lasers. There was... Yeah, I didn't shoot a single laser. I was, didn't get out of the building. There's a game, Strike Suit Zero. Where it's all space combat. You're just, here's your mission. These people are attacking. Go fight them. And you got your little space fighter that can turn into a mech because, of course, it can. Yep. That's my ideal space flight game. Okay. And it's 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 ace combat in space. Yep. So, Dude, what you want. Speaking of ace combat. Yeah. I didn't realize I played the first ace combat and it was like one of those big childhood games. Because it wasn't called ace combat at the time. Was I think it, it was just called air combat. Like, oh. I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, I remember having a game, and it feels like it was Ace Combat, but let me look it up, and yeah. It's like a um, a Soul Blade. Soul Blade is the, it has Mitsurugi and Siegfried and Cervantes, and then eventually became Soul Calibur. Yeah. But the very first, first game is called Soul Blade. And it's the same characters. I don't know why they changed the name. Maybe there was some kind of... Hitch or something like that. Maybe they just didn't like the name. Maybe. Maybe they're like, let's make it cooler. Maybe they liked it better that way. But yeah, that was that was all my stuff. So, uh, what do we all play together, guys? Castle Crashers 3. Castle Crashers. What? 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 Uh, what? Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. I thought that was the time when we yelled Borderlands 3. To be fair, only half of us Kyle. here are playing Borderlands 3. Right. We can probably get that one out that way quick. Me and Ritter and Hannah have been playing Hello. Borderlands 3. Yep. Hello. Secret fifth player character, unlockable. May show up someday, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, but yes, Borderlands 3 is a great fun. Yeah. Big fan. Have you found... I just found one today while I was running through. I picked up a gun. It was a doll. Hmm. It was a doll assault rifle. And when I looked at the art, I was like, oh, that looks kind of weird. Like, there's something stuck to the end of this gun. So I went in the examine, had an alien barrel. Yeah, that I've had was, one of those before. It was like a tyranid mouth thing on this gun. A lot of organic parts and stuff on it. Right, it like actively was like going all wiggly woo, and I was like, Egh. yeah, I've had one, but it didn't last very long. I got something better, uh, like really quick. I really wonder if there's going to be full alien guns because that was just like one that was infected. There are some legendary ones I think that are full alien guns. Right, that's a thing. Wait, there's tyranid in, in Borderlands. There was a gun that was like it. I don't think there are actually Tyranids, but maybe we just haven't been to that planet yet. I don't know. Oh. You go to multiple different planets in this Borderlands. It's very neat. You're not just on Pandora, even though Pandora had a lot of different, like, climates and different looking areas. It's, uh, 
very diverse and that you can just go to a different planet and like, well, guess what? This is how this one works. The, the uh, There's a corporation attacking this one, which seems to be the trend. You're going to go to a planet and it's going to be all about some particular corporation. Yeah. Which I am 100% on board with. I like having devote. I like having a match set of everything. It was all. That's pretty much what I always did in past games. Even is I would pick and choose based on manufacturer. Hmm. I I would completely mix and match man, manufacturers depending on what I liked. Right, but that's also I think that follows with my magic deck building trend. True is that I am going to have this exact set, like when I did Ravnica. Hmm. If it was not from this guild, hmm. it did not make it in the deck. Boros. I did Boros, yeah. Yep. A lot of Boros. A little bit is it? A little bit of Zorius. Hmm. All red, white, and blue, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it helps that your class in Borderlands actually has a buff for using all of the same manufacturer. Th- that's why I picked that tree. Hmm. I was like, matched set? What is this? Yeah. Nice. Exactly. Did you just accidentally play the perfect character for you? Well, I mainly picked it because she has a mech with giant Gatling guns, like the heavy arms from So, so you did Wing. play the perfect character? Yeah. Yeah. Very satisfied. Although... I did Moonlight as a Siren for a little bit. I've been trying that out and actually quite enjoy. Just different Melee is totally viable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, melee can be stupid strong. Mm -hmm. I just run around with a shotgun and go pop and then punch someone and they blow up. And it's fantastic. Yeah. It's very neat. Yeah, Mora's melee builds are actually good for, like, high endgame. Too. Right. I was seeing people say that, like, other than, like, the flak crit build that destroys the world. They nerfed that hard. Ah. Like, well, th- they made it to where, like, his, the thing that was broken on him was that he has an invisibility ability. Invisibility ability? Why'd I say An ability goes an, an invisibility thing that whenever he goes invisible, his first three shots are crits, and then once he's shot, he, his invisibility goes away. The thing that was broken was that you can modify it with something called Gorillas in the Mist. And it makes it to where it doesn't end. It lasts a certain amount of time. I think it was like eight seconds. And mm. every shot is a crit while you are in that eight seconds. But th- your crit damage is reduced by 50%. Right. But that was not enough to balance it because if you get a higher fire rate weapon like Vladov stuff, you hey. can just pump 100 bullets in eight seconds and crit on one dude and just completely melt them. So they right. reduced it to 25% of your crit damage and only six seconds. And... Apparently that's a lot, a lot better fixed, but still very powerful. I have noticed that bosses seem to have a periodic periods of invulnerability, and I wonder if that's to like counter just getting absolutely melted. Yeah, they might. Because it seems like with enough stuff, you could melt people real fast. They also nerfed Torg and uh, Jacob's stuff because that was really powerful for endgame. Especially mm-hmm. the Torg. There was a... There's a special thing with this game where there's alternate firing modes on a lot of different weapons that'll do different things. Like, uh, Malawan has an alternate firing thing where it'll switch between elements. Torque's thing when they switch firing is, instead of you're just firing your explosive rounds, you fire explosive darts that stick into the target. It's like delayed bolt charges from yeah. a bolt gun. Like, Torque is just bolt guns. They just fire little exploding bullets. Exactly. Do they look like a Spaz Marine? <laughs> the thing about it is like you would they wouldn't the, the the darts don't explode until you hit a button to make them explode or reload your gun right and so what you would do is get a torque gun that has a huge high, high magazine capacity 
unload like 50 exploding rounds on this thing. And what happens is that for every exploding round that is stacked on this thing, whenever they all explode, it increases the damage by that much more for each one. Guess what my plan is? <laughs> oh, really? To go into <laughs> exploding tree <laughs> because I have the things that give me stupid high magazines. I see. I see. Well, right. they nerfed that hard. Oh, so. good. Well, I'll, I still do tons of damage. That they they've shown they showed like a, one of the final bosses that got spoiled for me. Uh, uh, they showed one of the final bosses that somebody took a torque shotgun, unloaded a magazine onto it with the with the uh, exploding darts. Mm. And when they reloaded, the boss's health bar disappeared with one magazine. Oh. Yeah. So it was that powerful. Bit strong. Yeah. But uh, now that they've kind of balanced things out a bit, like Zane, who Hannah is playing, has been buffed up quite a bit. Thank you, Zane. Is that joke funny yet? More more quality content (laughs) from Dan. Betty Zane? Yes. Betty Zane Flint. (laughs) She's got Betty Davis eyes. Who? What? Who in the world is Betty Davis? Betty Zane's aunt, aunt, great aunt. She's got Betty Davis. Singing the song for me does not help (laughs) contribute any information to my question. Borderlands is great. Yep. (laughs) Borderlands good. Yeah. It's just more Borderlands. Yeah. Which is, yeah. It's exactly what I wanted. Yep. Castle Crashers. Castle Crashers. Great tragedy. Great, great game. Great tragedy, though. We fight. I like being the pink guy. He's got that cute little rainbow. I'm gay. He's gay. It works out. Ooh. Also, you don't know rainbow. that. You can't just assume. Rainbows. Just I have say. decided. I am gay, and I am playing the character. Therefore, the character is gay by extension of me. Okay. Fuck you. Purple uh, Antler dude is uh is really into uh just intense snuggling. Nice. Doesn't matter who. Cannon. Doesn't matter with. He's got that frog. That, he he that. snuggles that frog. No, but whenever you activate his magic, little a bunch of little hearts come off him. I just hold down that left trigger the whole time I'm playing. Make little rainbows come off. They don't do much because I'm not. I didn't stat in magic at all. I went full buff, but they're pretty. Big buff. He goes, shipping, and a little rainbow comes out. It's very sweet. Is that that's what you pick for your quirk? It does nothing, but you have the power to just make a little rainbow pop out oh, of your 100%. hand. Hundred percent. Is that even like a question? Yes, of course. That How means, cute would that be? Every time I got excited, I'd be like, Shwee. Right. <laughs> you <laughs> so, could have any quirk, any superpower. That's the one you choose. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Command <Shwee>. rainbow. <laughs> but yeah, it's super fun game I used to play a lot back in college. Played through it so many times. It's good to see it on Switch now. That's why we're playing it now. Yeah, runs good. Mm-hmm. Plays good. It's good casual crashers. Yeah. Uh, beware if you guys play it, though. The dude, you do not run into the same thing that we did. Uh, we no. played for like... What, like three, four hours one day? Yeah, yeah I was level nine, bro. Yeah, we were all level nine, and we went to play it again the other day, and none of our stuff saved because we were all playing off the same profile. Only one character saved, the rest of them were gone. So make your own profiles each on the Switch and play a separate profile for each character, and it'll actually save your progress instead of us that has to restart now. In theory. will be to us. We'll get to like level two and test that theory and get back to you. Right. <laughs> I mean, it is a game theory. <gasps> Thanks for watching. Copyright strike. Anyway. Swing. How's the weather down there? Did you fall down the endless stairs? Yeah, it's just a solid line on the wave meter, too. It's uh, like a solid yeah. block. <laughs> yeah, it'll do that. That's the waveform for that. Big old block of waveforms. Yeah. Uh, we played uh, We played a pretty good deck builder called... Uh, 
called Carnival of Monsters. That was that was a good time. Is that that's a deck not a deck builder? builder. That's a drafting game. Yeah, I was gonna say. I would call that a deck builder. What's the difference? That's uh, still a deck builder. You're yeah, building a deck. No, you're not building you a deck. You're, oh, you're, you're trying you're to get rid of your cards mm, and stuff. Mm, it's okay. more splendor than deck builder. Like you're mm. trying to get the right resources to pay for the right monsters to be able to play them out of your hand. I would say it is a set collection drafting game. Mm, I'll give you that one. That is what I define it as. It is a game by the good Doctor Richard Garfield. Is he a doctor? He's a doctor. Yes, it, he's actually he like Garfield. Yeah. Spider Man. Yes. What? No. I don't know where Spider Man came into that. Andrew Garfield. He's not, he's not Spider Man anymore. You <laughs> sit down. <laughs> you sit down. He's not Spider Man anymore. It's our good book. Uh, what's his name? Tom Holland, the Tom. best boy. I do love him. <laughs> I don't know why That's I wanted it. to say Tom. DeLong. Tom Kenny. Like Buddy, uh, no. Buddy Holiday. Yeah, I, yes, actually, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. I was Buddy like, what? that's that's the name of Buddy, Buddy Holiday, the newest Spider-Man. Everybody. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. Andrew it's just the first Mary name popping my head. Moore. He's really bad at Planar X. Oh, that's Buddy he Holly. lost his first one. Is that too soon? What was that too soon for a Buddy Holly died not Planar X joke? I don't think so. It's been a while, hasn't it? I'm gonna look up when he died. Nineteen fifty something. Oh, it's definitely defying. <laughs> I didn't know who it was. He, he was bad at playing Rex. I made the joke twice. It makes oh. it funny the longer you say it. Carnival Monsters. Fun game, everybody. Drafting game. You collect, yeah. You play a bunch of uh, constant monster aficionados that are trying to capture them and study them and put them up in like a carnival kind of thing and make money. And uh, you're going around capturing like chupacabras and flying quetzquatls uh, and uh, there was spiders a and dream monsters bat. and stuff. There's, There's a lot of stuff that's little, awful. Yes. A lot There's of a stuff in the, the dream monsters. The, the little troll egg man that you hate. Yeah. Hate that guy. <laughs> hate that one big fish thing that's just looking in your window. That's like, so Air creepy. Bears! That's the creepiest. If you saw that out of your house, you gotta sell your house. It's, it belongs to the fish monster now. Right. <laughs> yeah, the artwork in this game is great. There's a lot of the white ones remind me of stuff from Kamigawa and Magic. Like they look like straight up Kirins or Kamis. Yeah, well, well, very spirity looking. Yeah, they're like weirdly proportioned, like stuff that doesn't belong, but it's not really terrifying. It's more just like, ew, that looks off. Yeah. You know, off world or something like that. Mm. Yeah. You look off. Ooh. Ooh. No. I don't know that I deserve that. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to do this. We're going to fight. We're yep. going to fight on this podcast in front of Jesus and everybody. Let's tussle. Soon as I get out from behind this microphone, you are done. Oh, there's still. Oh, I was you're going to, you're at you, but you didn't. I didn't. I'm glad you didn't. No. I appreciate that. I appreciate the effort. That's what I appreciate about you. Yeah, you haven't seen Letter Kenny. You're not allowed to say that. Who? That's where I was from. What? Letter Kenny. Ladder Kenny? Letter Kenny. Is it just about Kenny, Kenny. Dra- like, just climbing watch a ladder? Just watch it's a girl. It's people don't talk really fast, eh? And they smooth talk, but also they're Canadian hillbillies, and it's kind of like all of them are boomhauer, but funny, and also Canadian, and also hillbillies, and also fighting, and also farmers, and also blah. That's it. That's the whole show. That's pretty much the show. <laughs> That's it. So it's like, so it's you didn't tell me it's Canadians from the 1950s where they talk really fast and they do all the things that do it's all not really, it's, like it's sort of like this. It's not really like 1950s. They kind of talk in like the southern tone, but also like they're very long-witted mm. metaphors. They're going to like, man. Everything is a long, long-winded metaphor, but it's funny. 
Okay. You know what? That actually I may look at because... It's very dry humor, very your kind of humor. I think Boomhauer is a hilarious addition to King of the Hill. I, is like, he the funniest part of King of the Hill? He may be for me, I, I would think. recommend Dale Gribble was the funniest to me. Uh, you it, okay. Dale's too real. I've been thinking real. about this a whole lot lately. Pocket Santa! <laughs> Guys, am I the Dale Gribble? Kind of. group? Because I don't trust anything? You <laughs> are very... Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! I hope Jet John Redcorn doesn't come around. <laughs> gonna steal your girl. Do you have a secret tunnel, like leading from this house, <laughs> like not- over to Richard Nixon's house? I'm not telling you anything. Did you have plans? Hulu for sure. those armpits. Hulu for freedom. Kyle put his arms up. Uh, it's obligatory that they are tickled. Ah. Ow. We're going to have to separate you two. We're going to have to build a wall on Dan's nice couch. Not my Miranda. Yep. What? That girl ain't right. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what. (laughs) The government is putting poison in our cheese. I can't do it, Dale. I can't do it, Dale. That's pretty much Dale. Dale's kind of monotone and high-pitched. God damn it, man. (laughs) I'll tell you what, Kyle. If the government comes over again, I'm gonna. Uh, man, dang it, boom! What are you doing? <laughs> you ain't even got a plan. Do? What you talking about over there, man? You're doing stuff. You don't even have plans. You're saying words over here like you know in the place and you know what you're doing. John Radcorn's gonna give my wife a massage. Dang I gotta dang be man, out of the even... house for a few hours. What is this? <laughs> who in the world even is John Redcorn? I don't even know what you're talking about over here, man. I John think Redcorn drives that Jeep. Man, there's a lot of them too. It's drive the circus of values. Oh a lot God. of men out there driving Jeeps, man. <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing here? I don't know. You're leading us, man. You're just yeah. over here sitting talking like Dale Gribble. I don't know what you're trying to do over here. You're leading the circus of value. Is that it? Do we have anything else to talk about? I don't think we do. Is anything else happening? Well, I got a a manifesto I wrote about how um, I'm not Dale Gribble. Is there anything that has ever been a manifesto that wasn't bad? No, no one's ever written a good manifesto. Pretty sure they're always negative. I'm writing a manifesto right now. Nope, it's bad. You've done it just well, by calling it. Well, whenever we all start our cult, we can we can write a good. Pretty sure manifesto. there's not ever been a good cult either. Hey, when okay we start cults. our friend cult, it's going to be great. And all the Kennys out there, Kennys, no, not Kennys, Kevins. they're Kevins. I'm sorry, Kevins. If, all the Kevins out there will join our friend cult. And if, yeah, if any Kevins want to pitch in, uh, we're going to buy one really big house with a bunch of ha- uh, rooms in it, and we're all just going to live together as friends. How many hot tubs can we get exactly in that house? Two and a half. I think there has to be at least two because Man. when we sh- all shared that one hot tub. Come on, we need a we need a friend accuse again. We need to go nope, get hated be that. friends and get in a accuse. I actually panicked out like, of that. Drink the coos juice. I straight up noped out of there. Drink the coos juice. I feel juice. like some ju- some coos juice got in my mouth. I'm pretty sure at some point you went under the water and got some coos juice in your mouth. I was quite intoxicated. We'd all drinking some beers and or wine coolers, and there was some alcohol involved. I'm pretty sure at some point one of you. Just spilled a little bit of your beer into the coos. You were like, just a bit, just a little bit for the coos. Boop. I had to fill with that coos after we got out because there was a lot of people in that yakuza. A lot of people got in the jacuzzi. Uh, not a lot of water was left when we left. It was like that scene in Norbit. What's in Norbit? What? A really, From really terrible movie uh, that Eddie Murphy, I think, starred in. 
Uh, I could be wrong. He he marries a really really fat woman. <laughs> Isn't that just <laughs> he, mar- he marries a super super fat woman, and then he cheats on her with a hot girl, and you root for him the whole movie or something. I don't know. But at some point, it's just making fun of fat people. Fat woman jumps in, the water goes up, some kid gets stuck in a tree from the splash. I don't know. It's all nonsense. Don't laugh at that. That's awful. It's a bad movie. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> that's that sounds like a Family Guy bit. <laughs> it is pretty much a Family Guy bit extended into a, a live action movie okay <laughs> so i see don't you laugh don't, don't you laugh you. at what i, I just said. okay you said that and instantly my mind choreographed the entire family guy scene like man this is worse than the time that i got stuck up in that tree whenever that fat woman jumped in the pool <laughs> peter <laughs> just in the pool and this just like lady comes and like and he's like making the peter griffin monologue in your head already yeah it um it's- it writes itself I, that's how that show works though yeah. <laughs> That's, he just sits around and is like, well, wouldn't that be funny if this thing happened? Man, you just yeah. write a random collection of 12 jokes throughout the week and just interject them into the show for no right. reason. Find a loose plot, you know, the loosest I mean, plot, and I, then I would, stack I it up. I podcast is a very loose plot. Is what? the plot, a dog is trying to fuck my wife, though? Because I don't think it is. The dog is trying to fuck my wife. My wife. <laughs> no, stop with that. Borat is bad. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure you slipped. We can't let Dan start talking about Borat. All right, Dan, what else do you have to say? Is there anything else you have meaningful to contribute to the world? Oh, we got some friends out there in podcast land. Fixers Inc., we talked about them boys. Them boys, them boys have a little bit on their show where they they go on AliExpress, which is like the Chinese knockoff Amazon. Mm -hmm. Those boys bought this awesome fucking robot off there. Is that Alibaba? No, yeah, it might be Alibaba. I'm pretty sure it's Alibaba because my like, mother's been on there looking at stuff. So Ooh. one one of them reads like the reviews and the other two try to guess what the thing is that is being reviewed and it's always sexual. So they like pair it with lo-fi hip hop. It is it is brilliant. <laughs> it is the best. I was going to say that sounds like why didn't we take that? We could. We could fight them. I don't think we could fight them. We're stealing your bits. We're fixers, Inc. We're stealing your girls. Fix the fact that we stole your bit. (laughs) Dan, load up Alibaba. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody write in with a, I have a problem. Some other podcast stole my bit. How do I fix it? (laughs) We are the John Redcorn of your bit. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to pull up on our Jeep Cherokee and take your wife. No, really, fixers, Inc. Please help me with my, my cat. My cat eating my bagels. I don't have room for a bread box. I don't have room in my cabinet. It's pretty much just a stack of loose bread in the corner of my my kitchen. Please help me. That sounds How like do a I metaphor get my cat? for my life. Oh. <laughs> There's just bagels out on my cabinet and out of my cabinet on my counter, and this cat just keeps showing up and eating the bagels. <laughs> and no matter what I do, he's just there. Only There's the cat's a goose. Boy. The cat is controlled by the government. Well, <laughs> uh, add in a cricket noise, cricket dot wave right there. Cheep, 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 cheep. Isolate that sound bit of Kyle going, cheep. I don't think that's how crickets sound. Crickets go. This man, <laughs> this man's a scientist. Yeah. You're going to argue with a scientist? That was a turkey. Yeah, no, you cricket, think you're out there hunting <laughs> turkeys like, hey, there's a lot of crickets out here. This turkey's eating <laughs> crickets. <laughs> Crickets don't go. They go. Oh, oh, right. Of course. Damn, I'm right. Uh, uh, th- <laughs> <laughs> the- 
I'm going to invent a cricket call. I'm going to go out here for whatever you're hunting crickets. Thank you, Dr. Tactum. Thank you, Dr. Thank you, Dr. Tactum. Thank you, Dr. Tactum. This part <laughs> This is not usable. No one's, li- no one's listening this far in. Okay. Detective Diaz, is that what you're going to say? No, it was Duck Detective for the use of our theme song. Yes, what? thank you, Duck Detective, very much. I thought it was Duck Detective Diaz for some reason. I think I'm thinking of Detective Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, you are. Hey, thanks, Duck Detective. Real talk, though, I would let Detective Diaz just kick me right in the balls, and I would thank her for it. You should oh. let Duck Detective kick you in the balls. <laughs> Payment. Duck tactics. Kick you yeah. Send us an email at Geodude. Yeah. Geodude. Geodude.com. Send us an email Man. at Geodude.com. Why that, whenever you make the website, you got to register to see if someone's taken Geodude.com. Geodude.com has been gone for decades. <sighs> Have you checked it? I'd check it. Check, check it. it it's out. just right. a picture of Geodude. All right. If it's, if it's, if, uh, if it w- I can snag that, I wonder if I can that like Geodude.dude. Well, <laughs> while you're doing that, uh, reach us at tablestopcast at gmail.com. We're still waiting for that first email, bros. It's our 10th episode. You got to hit us up with something good. Um, you can follow us at tablestop at Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter. We have our own subreddit, r slash tablestop, all those kind of things. Uh, so Facebook is the most up to date, probably. We also have a YouTube channel, but. Uh, hopefully you'll be listening to us on one of our little podcast things because it's an episode ahead of the YouTube channel, though. But we always appreciate YouTube views as well. You know, any kind of views, any kind of listenership. We love you guys. We love y'all. Tell your mom about our podcast. Tell your mom about our podcast. She probably will not listen. But she will say, oh, that's nice, dear. I'm glad you're getting into new things. <laughs> Supportive mother. All right, that's enough of that. Okay, bye. Cheap. <laughs>